Welcome back to Pardon My Jar and Pass the Damn Southern. What is going on in here? <laughs> Yikes. I don't know what episode or what series or what show we're on right now. I really don't. There's so much going on in here tonight. Uh, Juicy is here on Pass the Jar. Hey. That's what happens when you get starstruck. All the way from Pardon My Southern. All the way. How's I mean, the trip? we good. We good. Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm glad y'all uh, invited me to come on. You, ex- you, ex- you expressed interest in this episode, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I come we're through. a team, so just come on. Might as well slide through. I ain't going to stop you. You know where I live. Already. You used to be sitting outside peeking through the window, <laughs> be like, what they talking about, boy? <laughs> Let me in. Shane, you doing good? Transition oh, yeah. good? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Last time you sounded kind of sad. No, I have. I'm on the come up right now. I'm just going to humble brag. I'm on the come up. It's I'm becoming a certified problem mm. for mm. everybody around me. Okay, so Shane had Shane Shane did acknowledge the fact that I don't acknowledge him by his aliases, which is getting upsetting because I'm putting out some hot fire flames. Listen, he he is the Dixieland drip god, but he texted us the other day in our group, and when I read it, I just set my phone down and I suffocated. That's what that's the reaction <laughs> you're looking for. Please tell everybody your new alias while we're. Just... I will now affectionately be going by <laughs> Hank. Trilliams Jr. <laughs> like, what Thank the you. hell? Where, what, <laughs> Thank you. What part of your day do you have time to just sit there and be like, oh, that's it? I'd love to take credit for it, but I can't. Okay. That's just not who I am. Okay. It's well. all my boy, Jose. Damn. Well, tell him to come up with a nickname for me. Well, he don't know you well enough. Yes, yeah, that's, that's fair. He don't know you well enough. What's that nickname again? Hank Trilliams Jr. Okay, I got you. <laughs> Oh, boys, this is uh, going to be a fun episode. This is a return guest. Friend of the program. Friend the last time we were here, we, show, were, we were locked down. It was like, yo, I ain't playing. I'm coming. I was like, dope. You come when you're ready. Now it's, hey, when are you not playing? Because we'd like to have you back. <laughs> <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, you come up. all the way from season two premiere, Brian Baker, a.k.a. Barry Bangers. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to the Thunderdome, my dude. Thanks for having me, man. It's good to be here. <clears throat> how's it How's it going? It's going, man. It's going. It's going fast. It's going strong. You know, it's it's good to be back. Feels like it's been legit two years since we were here last time, but I think it... It's only been like a year and a half. Yeah, we're, we're getting Close there. to it. Yeah, well, it's... No? Shit. It had... Math is hard. Come on. I don't, yeah. I think Make it was. Proud, I think it right? has been Make almost two Dora years. Proud. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I'm trying. You can, you can do it. Numbers. Everything ran together for that two years, man. No shit. I was but, a cluster. Plus, it doesn't feel like it's been three seasons since he's been here. True. True. You guys have been getting it in, man. I've been following along, checking you guys out. It's always fun. It's good good content to consume. I appreciate it, man. When you guys put it Especially the uh, part in my Southern. Appreciate it. Good that's, addition. That's where we just uh the 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 ties come off, the buttons come unbuttoned, and we just go chop it up. So if you if you don't know what we're talking about, pardon my southern, you can go find that on Apple and Spotify. We're exclusive. We're out here giving free ads. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah, it's a free ad. Yeah, it's free ad. Yep. But this whole episode is about to be a free ad because everybody needs to come see you play. Well, hey, thanks guys. Thanks for that. I need the promotion. Uh, yeah, we've got some new things in the works, man, around Jasper that I've been working on. So Ooh. hopefully we can uh, spit this thing out in time for people to get there. Oh, this will be out next week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So uh, <laughs> Go April, ahead. April 1st, it. pull up at Pie Factory. Uh, shout Ooh. out Pie Factory, new Jasper Ooh. business. 
I'm gonna come up. My boy Freeman, a couple of my uh, homies from Florence. Shout out Mike and Randy. They got the pizza game on lock in downtown Jasper. Uh, I actually ate there last night. So yeah, April first, the first Friday of uh, every month, we're gonna be at Pie Factory. So oh yeah, oh shit. Brought to you by Barry Bank Train. It's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be awesome. I look forward to it. Much I, more of a reason. Uh, I haven't mm-hmm. ate there yet, but I heard nothing but good things. And damn it, Brian, I'm trying to stay in a calorie deficit. Well, man, nah. get through. I mean, get some wings. You know, I can handle the wings. Hell of a wedge too. Lettuce wedge. Big lettuce wedge guy. I know I look like it. I saw him <laughs> carrying one out when I went to pick up food there one night. Another thing looked delicious. It's yeah, it's a meal in itself. So I'm a big calzone guy, and I'll agree. Pie Factory's got the best calzone around. Oh yeah. See. I haven't tried the calzone yet, but, man, Johnny Briscoe's meat deluxe. That's my favorite calzone. So, when I try one, I'm going to go in with high expectations. You should. Yeah. You should, And it's going to meet. Like Maybe we got, seed. We got the 256 most recently. Yeah, man. And I remember eating that when I lived up there. Oh, yeah. And I was like, takes me back, man. This is about 13 years ago. Takes me <laughs> back. Dude, you got to get it. Take the tomatoes and the feto off. We call it the 205. So There you go. Less fancy. Yeah. Yep. Little hot sauce, a little hot Ooh. sauce. Oh yeah. See, I dipped like uh, we got wings, so like the leftover wing sauce, oh, I yeah. like, just roll my pizza in it. Oh, so good, dude. I don't hate that move. That at southern all. heat. I don't that's, hate that move. That's at the all. play. That's the play. You ate there yet, Juicy? No, I haven't ate that. You just ate Alabama Stackers not too long ago too. I liked it. You you had it yet, Brian? Nope. Looking forward to trying it though. Dude, nothing but good things. You know. What'd you go with? Uh, it was like a double stacker. Yeah, Brian's. that's a good one. You get the plus with the bacon and the sauce. No, nah, I need all that. I'm, I'm trying to watch my figure. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching. I mean, at grow, that point, bro. it ain't gonna hurt. Yeah, <laughs> nah, nah, not at all. No, nah, I just got the might actually help. It was pretty good though. Like I didn't go a two stack plus, but I went to the three stack. <laughs> you went to three stack? No, yeah, he, was, he was making Jesus a joke. Christ. Yeah, it was a joke. Jesus. Oh, okay, yeah. it went over my head. Boy, thank God that door is closed. It might have left the room. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> He came in on one. He brought me some strawberries, some fresh strawberries tonight. Oh, yeah. Courtesy that's, that's what kind of friends you need. Uh, the Curry Ag Club. So, uh, Brian, Barry, Bangers, Bang Train. That's it. Last bang time you bang were Bang Train's here. a hell of a name, too, by the way. That just is wanna, a just want to throw a lot of kudos hopefully, at that. Hopefully there's no copyright infringement there. No. I hope we don't get in any shit for that. If but. there, Well, I wouldn't even think about copyright, but if Hank's listening... Please send me a letter of cease and desist so I can frame that. Oh, yeah. Sign it. He's going to have to send you a cease and desist for you to stop with that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, last time you were here, and also, I'll go ahead and let you know, if, uh, if I don't know if you're up to the times. If you say the C word these days, we have two jars, three jars in here. Yeah, we got options. If you say the C word, you'll take something that will ki- you'll take a shot of something that will kill the C word. Yeah. That's yeah. Proven. You, we will pass you the jar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yes. we will pass you a jar. Wait, uh-huh. so, wait somebody say it. We, oh, yeah. No. It's no. COVID. Well, somebody's just Juicy, somebody's listen, just Juicy likes it. Fire it off. Don't let him act like it's a bad yeah. thing. Juicy likes it. But oh, Juicy's got the jar at his foot. But the last time you were here, we were shut down, man. Yeah, nobody was doing nothing. Like Both of, both of us were talking about how we were off work. Yeah, and I hadn't had <clears throat> COVID yet, so uh, no, pass in there. The it is. <laughs> I had to do it, man. I'm just playing along with semantics. Thanks, bro. But uh, big numbers guy over there. How's life been <laughs> since then, dude? It's been really good. You know, I really enjoyed sitting at home. Uh, I told you, man. I was there for like a hundred days before I left to play any shows, and then we got back hey. to doing the outside shows and and everything, and and that was good, but. Man, since about October of 2020, when everybody just like stopped caring, uh, I've been I've been wide open. I've been going at it. 
uh, four nights a week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and I've got some Wednesday things I'm about to be working in, but we can't. I'm, I'm not uh, at liberty to uh, disclose any of that. Yeah. Very strict NDA <clears throat> yeah. from the midnight special. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. My Wednesdays are about to get real dark. <laughs> That's a good jar, man. Is that the one? Is that? What's, what's on that, on that That's the day after Christmas. Okay, so you need to try the one that says 27 on top of it. Oh, boy. That one right there, that one's made by a uh, cl- very close associate, but the one with 27 <laughs> on the top of it, <laughs> the one with 27 on top of it is made by Jonathan Bray, who won Master Distiller on right. Discovery Channel. Right, yeah. Great So show. when you say the C word again, just take a pull of that one. Yeah, we're going to hold on the C word for a minute. Yeah, let, let, <laughs> let Brian breathe for let a minute. That, yeah. Uh, that one's set. Yeah, hey, dude. do you want like beer or bourbon or anything? Man, uh, I'm a uh, uh, dealer's choice. Uh, I'll drink. <laughs> Shane has some bush. I have. Uh, hey, man, if it's cool, I'll drink one of those bush. Boy, I'm a fa- I'm a fancy guy. Yeah, thank you, brother. Oh. Uh, anyways, so yeah, dude, like, it was good. It was good to be at home. Uh, thanks, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it was good to sit at home for as long as I did. I got to spend a lot of time with my folks who, in their older age, you know, are. Like I said, I had to take mom for a little operation this morning. So it was good, man. Locked down at the house. We had the pool going. So I would just basically get up, drink bush heavies in the morning and sit by the pool. And then DJ live streams and uh, drink bush heavies at night and play Xbox. Just a lot of bush heavies. Um, Big fan. Yeah. Uh, good bit of Delta 8 mixed with Delta 10 uh, for, for, the, for the pain. I think what yeah. – to be honest, I think what really got us talking was – beforehand I'd watched you play at old 64's thing. And that was like the week before it all shut down. Yeah. That was the seventh. And then we went down the 12th. And Some then say that's what started it. Yeah. Well, Not then me, but he did yeah. like a pre WrestleMania live stream. Oh yeah. And I was like, I screw heavily with this cat. Dude, it was fun. And that's what got us in touch. Like that's when we started talking. Yep. And sure enough, we were at SmackDown. Yeah, at the time of recording, it is three sixteen day. Yeah. So what? in honor of three sixteen, what? Day, Slam two beers together and chug them together right now. Because <laughs> that's what we're doing in here today. But anyways, uh, you know, life's changed a lot. And did it put it into perspective for you, like, how grateful you are for what your job is? Yeah, man, I, I said it the last time I was here. Uh, every time I'm on stage, I never take a moment for granted because it's just a, it's a, a chance to express myself through music. And, and that's how I tell stories. Because, you know, I did the whole writing thing and blogged. That was fun, man. But playing music is just a whole other outlet, you know, for expression. And I feel like you can tell a lot about me if you come out and hear me play. Um, just the, the music that I play kind of tells a story about me. It can, like kind of everything that I listened to growing up inspired me to do what I do now. So I carried that with me to play. And it's awesome. So, yeah, man, I it, it, it did bring to perspective how lucky I am and how fortunate. And I, yeah, I wouldn't trade this shit for anything. You got a badass job. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. man. I, I told people the other night, I was like, my job is way better than yours. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like you represent Walker County like phenomenally when you go out. I, I try to be Walker County's favorite son. Yeah. But, you know, we've got so many people like Josh Butler and Eric Nix and all my buddies that give me a run for my money. But here we are. He didn't and mention then, pass the jar on there. So and then fine. you guys, too. We're man, on the come, come, come on. We're on the come up. Yeah. <laughs> like Hank Trilliams Jr. Yeah. <laughs> we're no. going to get this on the map. Uh, <laughs> So, Juicy, have you ever watched him play? Yeah, I got to see him play uh, before everything shut down, uh, the 90s party. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you did that, and I think you did the last one, too. I did? Yeah, yeah. So, I got to see you, man. He was cutting up, so. You, you know. appre- I, We all appreciate his sets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got a question. Like, 
is it do you have like a set playlist or is it just depending on where you at the type of mood or is or is it how you feel one thing that people have really brought to my attention here recently is I can really read the room mm. and I know that's a very cliche thing to say but like you got to read the crowd and you got to get the people moving so a couple weeks last week actually a week ago today as we record this I did um the main street the Jasper City Main Street people booked me to do the softball tournament uh, that came into town. And it was like Moorhead and, um, excuse me, uh, like a bunch of big colleges, a bunch D four-year schools, D whatever. Um, the city of Jasper had me DJ for all these, all these like college softball girls. Okay. And at one point I looked up, there's like a hundred girls out there dancing. It was because I was playing that new age hip hop that everybody listens to. Yeah. And so it's all about reading the room, man. Uh, but I do, I mean, of course I have my library. It's got everything set. And I'm one of those people that I'm really OCD, so I don't clear my library so I can see what I've played and what I've done. It, it highlights every song I play. Uh, so, I, I mean, I kind of have a feel for it, but like I said, I, I, you got to really read the room in order to, like, because I can't just walk into a college party and start blasting old school hip hop. Like, I got to bring that new stuff. So, like I said, it's, it, it depends on, the room and and the vibe really so you're adjusting on the fly oh yeah big time that's, that's impressive dope. yeah that's that's, that's impressive dope. yeah i'm because i feel like if i plan when i play bigger shows like when i did the foothills festival and stuff like that i do sort of plan that out yeah like i'll spend a couple hours downloading music making new graphics um some graphics that might look like i've ripped off websites that people uh mm. visit on the day you know mm. I, I ripped off the whataburger logo nah. and it says whatabanger <laughs> uh, but no, I, I do. I, I spent time doing that, and I spend more time on graphics more so than I do uh, getting the playlist together. Because if I put too much thought in it and I plan too much, you know, they say prior preparation prevents piss poor performance. I don't believe in that. I feel like with like like we're doing here, just go in on the fly mm-hmm. and make things happen. Uh, yeah, too much too much time, too much focus. I'll, I'll lose sight of the main goal, and that's making people vibe. And if I try to force a vibe, it's not going to work. It's yeah, you, you can't. It's got to be authentic. He walked like in. That. He said, "So what are we talking about?" And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> "We'll figure it out." I was Sick, like, bro. "Pretty much just how life's been, and then we'll go from there." Because I told him, I was like, "Unless it's like a professional, like pol- politician or something, where it's like I know I kind of want to be serious about it." Yeah, I'll do my bullet points, but bullet, we ain't done bullet points in like two seasons. Mm-mm. No. Like it's, it's been it's been literally on the fly. I don't even ask Drake. Like I used to text him, and be like, "Hey, who do we have coming in? Like, what are we gonna talk about?" Normally, I'd get at least who was coming in. Right. Never what we were gonna talk about. So Shots you, fired. So but, you guys <laughs> subscribe to the theory then? Don't put oh, too absolutely. Much, don't too much. Don't put too much cognitive funk into it before you go in there. Literally, the the most planning that goes into this show is just lining up who's gonna be on it. And that, I think that doing that is what kind of was like, I feel like I've done enough on this end. I don't need to write an episode. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. No, I understand. Let it flow. So is that how you feel about set list? You're like, you know what? I'm just going to go in tonight. For sure. Whatever's hitting, we're going to keep it hitting. Whatever sure. ain't hitting, we'll change it up. Like if something hit real good in Tuscaloosa on Thursday night, I'll go back to Birmingham on Friday or Saturday and, and try to bring that same thing. But Tuscaloosa is so much different in the sense that the kids are so much younger. Mm-hmm. And then go to Birmingham, we got people just 
just a wide demographic that we're here trying to hit there. Yeah. Most of the millennials have moved back to Birmingham at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they all stay over at like I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna <laughs> oh, so where do you typically play these days? I know you got a gig coming up uh tomorrow. Uh so Well, at time of recording tomorrow. Yeah, on St. <laughs> Patty's Day at Innisfree Irish Pub in Tuscaloosa. Uh this will actually be aside from the COVID year, this is like my third, fourth straight year to play Innisfree. And it's going to be, dude, it's going to be fun because they just basically, I walk in and there's just Jameson from start to finish. Oh, shit. They've got the back wall lined with boxes of Jameson and it'll be empty by the end of tomorrow. <laughs> they're opening at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning and they're going to run. But I'll be, so I'm, I usually play there on Thursday nights. Friday nights is a mix up. I've been doing a lot of Moe's in Tuscaloosa. Shout out Moe's. Uh, they hook me up. They give me rumple mints and wings. So. <sighs> That's uh yeah a lot of heartburn yeah. come Friday morning yeah. Saturday morning and then uh, I'm got still, thumbs in the back pocket no doubt dude shout out give me a sponsorship bro I got heartburn <laughs> uh, and then Saturdays and Sundays are, are Tin Roof uh, Tin Roof decided that they kind of want to change things up a little bit on Friday night and I respect that 100 percent because I feel like putting me in there three nights in a row could get a little stagnant yeah and, and I it gives me a chance to just. Like I got this Friday off. This is the third Friday in a row I've had off. That's the first time this has happened since COVID. So it's really nice. Maybe go see a flick with the lady. Yeah. Uh, the Batman. The Batman. Do it. With the D shout out D Box. Is that what it's called? D Box. That'll change uh, the way you watch action movies one billion percent. Ladarius, is that twenty seven jar down there at your feet, by the it way? It is. Okay. Well mm-hmm. Brian said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's hammering it. <laughs> Did I say it for real? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, That's yeah. why I looked at you. I try to maintain eye contact with my guests. But that's Man. when I really was See, like, but, but <laughs> this is, this is the post, the post C word era. And the last time we were here, that was so just like on. Oh, we, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's pr- almost all, most of the episode we talked about. I was like, yeah, we, we did it. I was like, yeah, bro, I got tested yesterday. We're good. Like, yeah. you know, you're constantly having I had hand sanitizer in here on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I had like Clorox wipes. Like here, you can wipe the mic down with your own, with your own hands if you want to. Crazy how far we've come. Now it's just like, well, hey, you guys, you guys multiplied or it's multiplied. There's, yeah, there's four instead of two now. Mm-hmm. That is very yeah. good, by the way. Yeah, that's Thank phenomenal. Yeah, uh, smooth, growing, scaling the business, man. Yeah, man, that's the thing to do. I would, uh, I would like to say I'm doing that too, but I'm just kind of stuck in my lane going. But one see, man, yeah, but, you, yeah, but, but your, your lane, lane is, is hammered down. Your lane is a good lane to stay in. You're oh, on the yeah. autobahn. Yep. We're on 78. Yeah. Nah, man. No, you guys, <laughs> dude, you guys are doing great stuff here. I hit a pothole every now and then. <laughs> man, me hit too. A, hit an unexpected slope. Yep. Shout out to that slope right there in front of in front of Lee's in Summerton when you're going in between there and the ex- oh, express yeah. oil change. That's like it says that bump sign? or yeah, dip. Yeah, it says that sign still up. It says bump. <laughs> It says bump or dip. Something like that. Need, we just need to get that and put it in here. No, we don't. I didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, no. Cut that. Cut that. Yeah. I'm going to do that tonight. <laughs> when that comes in, just put it. I'm going to do that tonight, though. Mark County Sheriff's Office going to be watching our videos real close. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, how have you feel like your sets have changed? <laughs> Man. Yeah. yeah. See, so, so Shane throws. Curveball. Just a perfectly rotating spoke. Here yeah. comes Shane with a wrench. Just That's slinging it. That's what I do. Man, so yeah, the way my sets have changed, uh, I mean, music's always like every day there's 10 new songs that come out, you know, especially I look forward to Fridays as much, New Music Friday, everybody's dropping records. Uh, I've actually kind of been incorporating a little bit more like country remixes and stuff. I was going to say, don't you say that. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. 
it's fun, but I kind of feel like, I don't know, man. I told you last time, I don't like to pander to people's bullshit. But yeah. at the same time, I found some pretty good remixes that like I enjoy. And uh, plus, I'm diverse, bro. I'm out here. Uh, but playing all these different places, like the last time we talked, I was just doing live streams and playing at 10 or three nights a week. Going and experiencing like other places to, to play music is just like kind of gives me the opportunity to express myself in other ways like I was talking about. So I reworked the sets to, to, to fit the room. And so a lot of Olivia Rodrigo going into the sets nowadays, a lot of pop, a lot of that. Good for you. Uh, yeah. Good for you, Brian. <laughs> Doing a lot of that, but I'm mixing that with, with rap music to, to whatever, you know, it's, it's just, it's fun. It's fun to get to entertain people. How, how do you know what to pick with so much? Cause I listen to a ton of music. How do you know what to pick and play? with so much music dropping every Friday. Because it seemed like every Friday, it's at least four to five albums coming out and hits coming from those albums. Right. Do you, like, listen to the radio, or do you kind of, like, look at a list online or what? Oh, or yeah. look at Billboard? I cheat big time. I've got, I'm, I subscribe to a record pool. So a lot of these albums that come out on Friday, I can get by Tuesday or Wednesday. Oh, okay. But I have the chance to really sit down and go through this music and listen to it, and it's like I can pick and choose what I want to play. And, uh... I don't know, man. It just seems like there was there was this like law, probably about a year ago, up until six months ago, or whenever Drake dropped his new album. There's like this law; everything just sounded the same. So it's like I could get out there and play pretty much the same tempo, same key for an hour and a half, and people wouldn't really notice. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh well, this song and this song, you don't really think about how like stuff meshes together until you hear it. Yeah, but that's just trendy. That's like the trendy. Yeah. Uh, if you talking about rap, that's like the trendy rap that come out. Uh, because they work with the same producer, so it's going to sound similar. Metro yeah. Boomin', Murder yeah. Beats. If you ever decide there's a day where you do want to painter to people's bullshit, just go spend, like, what, two hours just scrolling through TikTok and listening to the music. Uh, or, I've done a lot of that. Have you? I've done a lot of that. Yeah. that that's what I was going to say. You know, the trendy shit. It's like, yeah, you want to get your song popping, like, get somebody to TikTok dance to it. Yeah. And I hate that. Like, I, I'm 31 years old. Uh, I've been a part of social media since it launched. I had Facebook back in 2007. I've still not downloaded TikTok, and I refuse to. <laughs> Don't. I see enough of it on people's Snapchat stories, and that's like, yo, if I wanted to watch TikToks, I would download that, the app. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to do that. I said the same thing until I downloaded That's what I'm saying. Once, once you <laughs> like, download it, it's, it's, it you get it. views on views for like your video, yeah, like your yeah. music videos. So like, it, it's such a like... It's a good tool to use. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, you can get random people in your algorithm. That's the that's the dope thing about it. That's how you can grow an audience. It ain't like the same people that's popping up every time. Or you popping up whatever content that you put up. You popping up in different people's, you know. Listen, uh, I'm 4% popping in Poland right now, <laughs> according to my analytics. Yeah, so, so like, I said the same thing, bro. I was like, man, I ain't doing that shit. And then, you know, I downloaded it and it's it's. That little creator's tool thing. Man, it's crazy. You go there it's and you so learn some It's stuff. so much creative stuff on us. So I feel you because I was there too. Yeah. But if you download it and play around with it, bro, I'm telling I'm you. Let me, let me tell you. If it was either we've gone worldwide or people are using a shit ton of VPNs around here yeah. because we're popping in like, like Shane's Sweden, yeah. uh, Africa, France, Canada. I don't know why people in Canada want to listen about Walker County, Alabama. Dude, you never know. You might we might know somebody that moved up there. Not, so, you know, <clears throat> but you know, it, today's society is all about trends. And yeah, I TikTok mean, helps us out because we can just release like short videos to 
and our listeners have actually gone up since we started TikTok. Yeah, dude, everybody's <clears throat> got ADHD nowadays. So, yeah. like, all they want to consume is 30 seconds worth of content. You and me yeah, were looking up at Salem like every five minutes last time we were here. Yeah. Uh, well, oh, let me get back in. Here. I might have pregamed a little bit before that. That's on me. Uh, but hey. no, dude. One of the trends that I'm seeing on like TikTok and the Instagram reels and all that are these kids are setting up and doing their, they're like recording their DJ things, their their transitions, and they're like going back and faking that they're making the mix. And I'm just like, and they're doing all these hand things. I'm like, bro, just get a SoundCloud and release like a <laughs> uh, like a 15 minute mix like we yeah. used to do back in the day and hustle. Yeah, you know, we I can remember uh, going when I was like 2011, 2012 in college recording mixes and like burning them to cds and giving them to my friends be like here bump, you know bump this yeah. yeah back before soundcloud was like a thing yeah. and now you pay 10 bucks a month and you can put unlimited amount of content on soundcloud that's all it costs to do that that's what it that's what it was can you uh, monetize it uh i believe they kind of do it for you uh no i i wouldn't personally be able to monetize it because i'm using copyrighted songs to make mixes and i don't i don't feel like monetizing on soundcloud is that big of a deal unless you're releasing your singles and stuff through there yeah um, I use SoundCloud a lot to gather music um, because there's a lot of stuff like that these producers are, are, are doing these beats and stuff. Like a lot of EDM and stuff is released mm-hmm. on SoundCloud and EDM's huge. Like yeah. It's, it's, it's blown up to the point. I, I used to play dubstep tracks in Florence at this hole in the wall called the Smokehouse, And I'd go in there and play for 30 bucks and like, couple shots of crown royal and walk out the door and be like yeah I killed it <laughs> and now it's just like these guys are coming up with these songs that are getting viral on tiktok and taking off and going on tour and making millions of dollars yeah. off one little beat they made that got viral on tiktok Dude. that's crazy but the thing is like yeah you can that's not talent to me like i get it that's the quick buck that's the quick way to get it but you'll hear about these guys and then they gone tomorrow yep. exactly. but the true artists like like they always say the cream gonna rise to the top mm-hmm. so like if you can if you can break through and keep your integrity then i believe like you can make it but it's hard to when you got all this trendy stuff going on just like right. barry's making it without tiktok yeah. <clears throat> yeah. well i mean if he I- had tiktok though man i'm telling hey I'm not. I wouldn't say that I'm like making it. It's like it's cool that I can go pretty much in Tuscaloosa and Birmingham, and like people are familiar with who I am. But like, I guess Florence too. That social media changed some changed some stuff, man. Uh, look at uh, D Nice. You know, uh, like you was talking about, you doing live streams during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. D Nice did a live stream, and now he in high demand because yep. yep. like everybody started tuning in. Just the power of social media. Correct. I think. I mean, it's it's such a powerful tool. It's it's good and bad. I get what you're saying, but like if you utilize that more, man, you probably can get, you know, big, big, big because you got the talent. Like you know, I appreciate. You that. know what I'm saying? You know how to, you know how to do a party, man. man Dude, it's fun. It's crazy. You brought up EDM. Like I remember when it started becoming a thing, like 2010. Right. I didn't. I didn't think it would be sustainable. And we're going to Red Rocks in June, so I've been like trying to see like. Check out the acoustics of the venue, like on videos and stuff. Who are you guys going to see? Whiskey Myers. Okay, cool. About seventy percent of the doing, videos. They're doing Red Rocks now. Yeah, dude, they're oh, they are headlining Red Rocks for the first time ever. Holy cow! That's why I'm going. Like, I can remember seeing those guys in like hole in the wall. You know, we went to Zydeco. Yeah, Shane and I there did. Was, what sixty people? Maybe? No, th- no, there was maybe fifteen people there. Right. And now so they sold out Red Rocks in a day. That's insane. That's man. crazy how you watch them come up like that. You know what I mean? Uh, dude, I follow them since 2011. But uh, anyways, most of the videos I've seen of Red Rocks have been EDM concerts. Oh, yeah. Like raves. And it's like big names. Oh, They're yeah. headlining it. 
And well, they, there's been that's that that's the the demographic for Colorado though. Yeah, it's a lot of the kids that are out there like really handy, like a lot of dreadlocks, a yeah. lot of looks, a lot of lot of people not taking showers every day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they get in that EDM stuff heavy. Like uh, you know, <laughs> that's. <laughs> I guess that's kind of. I mean, when the when the thing that's legal is legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lay back. <laughs> I mean, all all the kids that I you know went to college with that moved out to Colorado. One of my buddies is a sound guy out there, uh, and he he works a lot of uh, events at Red Rocks, and he says just like every time he goes, it's just like another experience. It's like dope. Yeah, it changes because it. I mean, it is. It's it's historic. You know, it's a man made amphitheater. Yep, I can't wait to go. That'll be my first time being there too. Like we went, we drove through Denver and we got chased out by a snowstorm. So we didn't get to spend the amount of time we were supposed to spend there. Right. <clears throat> so we're taking like a whole ass week. That'll be nice. We're, st- we're staying in Colorado Springs, going to like Pikes Peak and all that. And then we'll go do some other stuff on the other side of Colorado and then come back for the concert, stay a couple of nights and then leave. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to be tired. Can't hang like you used to, man. No. Fool. We're getting old, bro. Me and Shane. The last time we recorded part of my southern, we didn't drink that much. <clears throat> he came and picked me up so we go watch the Batman. I said, Are you like heady hungover? <laughs> like you don't feel like absolutely like shit, but your head just ain't in the right spot. He's like, Yeah. I was like, Me too. I was like, and we didn't drink that much last night. Man. Yeah, that's just that's just the the thing of old age, bro. We gotta drink plenty of water. All right. Hey It's about balance. Before I jump in the next question, <laughs> I'm gonna fire a shot. Oh Barry Bangers is my favorite DJ. And will remain my favorite DJ until Michael Warren decides to come back on the podcast. Oh no! He's there it is. Shout out to Michael Warren. He's my dude. Michael Gauntlet's Warren's been laid, dude. He is one of the most talented people that I've ever had the pleasure of working with. Because not only is he just a really, really, really good DJ, he's wrote songs that are on the on the charts that we can, yeah. we, we don't know about. You know, like. That dude is, and shout out to him just signing his new publishing deal and writing yep. deal with who he just. Very proud of him for that. He's in Nashville. Shout out Mikey. Mikey Dubs. That's my guy. I miss you, buddy. Literally, somebody could walk into a room, sit down for five minutes, and write a song that's going to be sold to somebody with a big name. Like oh, he, wrote, he wrote for J-Lo. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. He had a song for J-Lo that went over like 10 million views on YouTube. Man, that's dope. Yeah. He's ta- talented. Yeah. Yeah, man. And then pick up an instrument and. Play something good, but yeah, I'm just throwing a shot because I wouldn't come on. I'm gonna antagonize him a little bit. <laughs> he still comes out to I'll Birmingham and plays quite a bit too. Yeah, man, he was doing the Phoenix. The Phoenix, a new venue in Birmingham. Um, they are huge. Uh, they do. It's like two stories. They got bands. They got DJs. They got the whole. It's like a double decker type deal. That's just like kind of like a Nashville bar. It's sick. Um, yeah, but they just just the amount of volume of people they can hold is. But yeah, and food's good too. They got really? um, corn dogs, but it's like they're Koneka fried. Oh, so it's like Koneka corn dogs. Dude, when Blackrock does it, I could. Recommend I have that. to go get one. Yeah. Have you ever had the Blackrocks? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're, they do it during Foothills, especially. Man, I'm ready for Foothills this coming year too. I wonder who they're going to get. I was. I've already been told the dates. I believe it's uh, going to be in September again. <sighs> so hot. <laughs> I know, man. This year was. Uh, in April though, it, it was still hot. Was mm. it? Was it? Or was it in September? It was in September this yeah. year because they had to move it. That's again. right. It's supposed to be in April. I man, that because that was when Delta came back. Yep. That's so they moved to September. See what you did there. That's sly on your part. 
yeah. A slow on your part. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's out here. Uh, cra- uh, are you crashing? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least going to finish this happy dad seltzer <laughs> yeah. first. Yep. Yeah, man. But no, dude, it's like you have to stay on top of the game. Yeah. And you have to pay attention to what people are listening to. Yeah. And I think how much time – here's my next question. How much time during the day that you're not playing do you spend listening to music? I spend more playing Xbox. I'm going to level with you. Okay. Um, what, hey, you been, what you play? Everything. Uh, I've been heavy on. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Vanguard multiplayer. Big on that. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Warzone. I'm horrible. I'm like the worst. I'm always the bottom. The bottom frag on the board with my team. But they they're my boys, and they still play with me because they love me. You got to be at least the one that's bringing everybody back. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm good at resin. Okay. Okay. Good at resin and dropping precision. Hey, that, that's valuable. Yeah. Dude. That's valuable. You know, you need that. Damage high, kills low. Hey, uh, you need that. You you know your role. Yeah, man. <laughs> we were talking about Madden and 2K before you got here, Juicy. A lot, oh, yeah. of, Madden, I, lot of Madden, too, yeah. I play a lot of t- – like, my team, yeah, we like that. Oh, I yeah, I got the 2K. ultimate team on Madden. Oh, okay, okay. So, so it's, yeah. it's the same concept, opening packs and building. and Ultimate team uh, on FIFA. Same same concept. Yeah, man, yeah. I, I consume the majority of my music. Legitimately, I find most of it when I'm scrolling through social media, like watching videos and stuff, like, yeah. like we were talking about. And I guess now that I'm sitting here talking about it, I look like a complete jackass for not having a TikTok and not trying to try trying to boost myself on that. Because all the kids in Tuscaloosa probably have TikToks. And like, you know, it used to be, what's your Instagram? What's your Snapchat? It's like, ah, oh, follow me on TikTok. If there's anybody I could shoot up followers pretty quickly in this area, it's you. Well, I appreciate that. Post a yeah. couple of videos and then be like, oh shit, he's on TikTok. Now. I'm out here grinding, baby. Follow me on Instagram at Barry Bangers. We're close to 2,000. We're right at the mark. Uh, but that's also I've been Instagram's on. a tough game to navigate, dude. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> I found like Facebook and TikTok's just that's our go to's. Like I'll throw up like our promo photos for episode drops mm-hmm. on Instagram. I'm like, I'm just gonna I'm not even gonna worry about it. Engagements right. and shit. But I'll worry about it on Facebook. Yeah, of course. You know. And social media is just a beast. You yeah. gotta be good at it. It's a lot to it. It's a lot to it. <sighs> Yeah, you, I forgot we went to the same college. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> For a piece, and then I moved up to Tennessee. Yeah. But yeah. You know, how do you stay in tune with the music then if you don't listen to it, like, on a minute-to-minute basis? Well, I mean, you guys have heard me play. It's more of a nostalgia effect for me. Like, yes. I like playing old-school shit, and that's I'm going to do that. Because it's just easier for me. Like I, like I said at the beginning of the episode, man, I like to kind of let my music tell a story about me and where I'm from and how I do. Of course, I wasn't out here like selling dope on the streets. Why are you? <laughs> man, no. Statue of limitation. Yeah, it's it's up. Yeah. It's been over a decade. Allegedly. Yeah, man. But, you know, I rode, I rode the Blue Dot school bus growing up. Shout out Blue Dot. All my friends on Blue Dot. I was, uh, you know, my mom drove through Jones Village and Frisco and all that. And, like, I... I never really thought much about anything. Like I always had like nice tennis shoes and like stuff and learned the culture from my surroundings. Yeah. And, and I went to TR Simmons. I went to Maddox. I went to Walker. I went to, it was like a 50, 50, you know, and it's just fun to be able to like go back and play this music that is nostalgic for me because it takes me back to a place in my life for me growing up. And then I'm playing this music that people hadn't heard in a while and it's just popping back in their head, you know, like, that that's that's me staying on top of my game. I feel like, but I mean, some of this new stuff that's coming out. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I, I'll bump a little Roddy Rich and a lot of me, mostly Migos. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I'm on Migos. Keep that Southern flavor, big time. Yeah, Future as well. We flew out Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, the 
when the Patriots came back and beat the Falcons, we uh, we we flew out to Vegas that night and saw a uh, future on top of Dre's nightclub, and it was just like one of those like sitting second row at SmackDown. It's just one of those things you got to experience. Yeah. yeah. So, man, I don't know. I stay trendy, just staying on top of my game, just having a game, you know, playing, yeah. you know, just having fun. Like if I wasn't having fun doing this, I wouldn't be doing it. And I've, done, I've had to do some soul searching here recently since we came out of quarantine and almost had to go back. But yeah, you know, <laughs> it was just like, man, is this what I'm going to do? Is this, is this what I want to, you know, but it's just too much fun. Like I'm having fun. And, yeah. And I, I guess staying on top of my game is making sure I'm still producing the sound that people want to hear. See, that's what, uh, you know, you're talking about you're still having fun. You might as well do it while you're young. And, you know, being our age, 30s, Shane just joined the 30s club. But, Welcome. you know, yeah, like Juicy asked me one night we were at Twisted Pro. check engine light came on, too. <laughs> <laughs> Juicy asked me one night. He was like, do you feel, like, old? And I was like, nah. I was like, I feel like I'm just hitting my stride. So, it's right. like, you know, our generation looks at 30s as, I may, like, crack a joke about being 30, but. I'm in when we're mind. doing things we love and we're having fun with it, like I feel like our generations embrace that instead of being like, you know, I got to work, yeah. a typical work week and do this. So I don't. Well, Jay made it cool to be thirty. Jay Jay said thirty is the new twenties. Yeah, yeah he said that about what fifteen years ago now. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I don't I don't feel I don't know about y'all, but I mean no. I don't feel old at all. I feel I feel better than I ever have right now. To be honest, facts. Dude, yeah, I, I feel like if I felt old, I, I wouldn't be able to stay trendy or, or stay on top of my game. I felt old, you know, I'm washed up. I can't do it. No, dude, I'm coming in every night trying to bring just heat. Barry, you know? you're going to play from 10 to 3 tonight. About 8 to 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> give, me, give me home by at least one so I can uh, air fry a couple corn dogs and get a good eight hours in. Please. So, you know, not feeling old, that's kind of what, Especially mentally, yeah. I think I think it's more of a, with our, our generation. It's feeling younger mentally. Yeah, man. And because uh, I still hurt after I do certain things, <laughs> but <laughs> mentally I'm like him, I'm gonna get right back up tomorrow and we're gonna go back at it again. Well, Juicy brought up Jay. I'm pay homage to my boy Alan Jackson too because he said, "Remember when 30 seemed so old? It was Dude, actually thought, just a I stepping about stone." That quote the other day, yeah. So how do you how do you keep the brain fresh? Uh. Do, a lot of decompression. Lot. Alpha brain? Yeah. Joe man. Rogan guy? Yeah, no way, man. <laughs> no, Delta A, Delta 10. Uh, and enough Jägermeister. No, nah, dude, it's all about decompression. Like, you spend an amount of time doing what you got to do to focus, to, 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 to keep your shit popping, if you will. And then it, you got to have that equal balance. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a work-life balance. And uh, my girlfriend taught me a lot about that. And so that's been really you know, a blessing in, in the fact that I can just like go and bust ass four or five nights, you know, crank out as many good shows as I can. And then, you know, I got Monday, Tuesday just to like chill. Yeah. And when I say chill, it's like, I'm playing Xbox, not leaving the house, uh, unwinding, eating right, you know? Yeah. And when I say eating right, just eating what I want to <laughs> and just vibing. Eating right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, you got to do that. Cause it's like, if I like, I'll play Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday this week. I'll be all right. But when I go Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like hit a five, bro, on Monday, I'm, I don't move. You don't even want to listen to music at that point, do you? No. And, and I've, I think I told you last time, there's been after, you know, on a Sunday when I get done playing, I just ride home, silence, like no music, mm-hmm. AC blowing, like get me home. 
You didn't heard everything. Yeah. <laughs> I played it all, bro. <laughs> yeah. True. Like, let's just pop in some indie jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Something talk radio. Let's yeah. Listen to... Uh, Listen to jocks. Yeah, dude. No, dude. I'm listening to Pastor Joy, pardon my southern. What are you hey, talking about? Appreciate that. Do you have any inspirations when it comes to DJ? DJs, like anybody you look up to? So what got me in the rhythm and got me in the pocket was I played drums when I was younger. All right. So I've always had the rhythm, man. Uh, it's just when- Like when dancing I, rhythm or just rhythm period? No, I can't do that. <laughs> you can look at me until I can't dance. Hey, you hey, you never know. No, I can a little bit. Uh, but, <laughs> no, it's it's all, like, I can play the drums, like, pretty good. Okay, and, okay. Uh, I grew up, because my brother always had a band and shit. So, I grew up playing the drums, but, like, as far as DJ goes, um, I was always, like, into the whole scratching the turntable thing, because I was a huge Outkast fan growing up. Okay. Um, and that Wheels of Steel, it's, it's talking about the Wheels of Steel, like, the steel turntables and you just hear the dude mixing in the background and uh all that stuff i was like man that sounds cool i want to learn how to do that and so i got the uh, the vinyl turntables when i was younger shout out uh sam dunlap dj short it was on 95.7 uh he used to hook me up records and stuff and he taught me how to actually like work the boards and and, and work the crossfader and stuff so dj short my guy from 95.7 he was good but jazzy jeff like i still J- jazzy jeff does like Tuesday live streams or something like yeah, he Moon. He, he's incredible, like yeah. one of the best. Uh, and jazz man, when he came in and played the drums on that one of those first episodes yeah. of uh, Fresh Prince, I was like, "Dang, that's tight." Then I saw him DJ, and I was like, "Dang, that's real tight." <laughs> so, yeah, he, a, he a wizard when it comes comes to DJ. Oh yeah, and just the stuff he does, the way he works the vinyl, like there's you can't do, like you can't replicate the sound that he's doing right now on the controllers that we're using. Yeah. You got to have the actual. Got the scratches, like the scratches, like uh, Primo, uh, DJ Premier. Yep. Um, Shout so, out Premier. Love so you kind of, do you have like a, a Mount Rushmore DJs? Not necessarily. Or you just kind of, you kind of doing it like on the fly. I, so the way I look at it is like, I would have a Mount Rushmore of artists before I had DJs because it's like, I'm more so inspired by the music than I am the people that blend it because like. DJing is DJing, and like there's a there's more than one way to skin a cat, if you will. But like it all leads to it's all the thing. Mu- so like the music. Sh- so uh, I'm curious, what's your uh, Mount Rushmore artist? Man, that's like if you had six kids and you had to put four of them as your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so like I, I that's I can't I I don't really know that I could do that. What about I'm, five? You can do five top five. Top I mean, five. I've got one. I got shout out rest Tupac. in peace, Tupac Shakur on the shirt. And so I feel like Tupac. Um, Wayne, of course. Wayne was really inspirational to me growing up. But like Wayne used to have bars. Of used course. to. Uh-oh, uh-oh, hold on now. Oh, uh, so I, <laughs> he's been doing his own thing. Here we man. go. See, no, 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 no. Wayne been on a quiet tell for about a year and a half, and I, I, I don't because I listen to. A, I mean, I listen to a lot of music. Yeah, yeah. And yeah so this like, passage are not part of myself. Yeah, yeah, I had to catch myself. <laughs> but um, Wayne been on a tear for about a year and a half because I got mad at Wayne. Yeah, in his bars, but bro, like he he been on a tear. But I got you. Go ahead. So yeah, so so we got Pac Wayne. I got Hove, of course. I'll put Hove up there. Um, probably. I mean, everybody want to say Biggie. I feel it's just hard to put. It's hard to put Pac and Biggie up there because they are two of the greats. 
But also, we have to understand that they died at such a young age. We didn't get to experience the full body of work that they could have put out. A lot of people don't realize they were kids when Tw- they died. What, 20, I think 26? 26 and 27, yeah. respectively. Yeah. Young. One of them got to go. For me, one of them got to go up there. And it's pop. I, absolutely. But, like, people want to fight you if you don't put Biggie up there. His name's Dylan. Preach <laughs> on it. Preach <sighs> on it. I mean, Biggie just, to me, I got Kendrick ranked higher than Biggie. And I know that's kind of like blasphemous I'll or take, whatever. I'll but, take it. I'll take it. You know what it. I mean? But I yeah. love Big. I'm a I'm a I'm a Biggie fan. Yeah, of course. I mean, I got Drake. Right? Nah, hold on. I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't gonna go that far. I ain't gonna go that far. But if, I mean, yeah. I, I would I would consider Drake in my top five just because of what he did to change music, the way he came in and kind of commercial. I guess the way when hip hop was sitting like that, and that was like what the uh, that was late. Drake came out oh nine. Yeah, oh nine when he dropped the uh, so far gone, so far gone with all when he remixed that Kanye beat and did the freestyle to it. That shit was sick, best I ever had. All that and just the way he was singing and rapping, it came in and changed the game. He definitely changed the game. He as far as content too, he made it cool. I ain't gonna call it emo rap, but he made it cool to talk about your emotions. Yeah, hundred percent. You know what I mean? So I'm with you though. I ain't mad. It's at that. it's okay to not be okay, bro. Yeah. And Drake made that known, and I do that. Like You're I welcome. said, man. Like I've, <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been a Drake fan since he came out. Because uh, I had that mixtape, I had it. I, one of my friends burned it for me off their computer. Only the real know about that mixtape. Yeah, yeah, dude. You still thank you now Vegas. or later. No, nah, that was the album. That, yeah. So far gone was the. Mixtape, he had the mix peacoat tape. on, it was fall. I'm just yeah. talking about because he said you're welcome. Ah, yeah. Okay. I, I oh, that was nice. Yeah, I won't thank him now or later. <laughs> <laughs> Crafty. Also, I think you're thinking about October's very own. Mm-mm. No, it's so far gone. No, nah, so far gone. You're right. You're so right. far gone was right. the kid with the balloons. But, but some, for some reason, like in that area, like you got so, yeah. So far gone was the balloons. But like, so far gone too is like, I'm not saying two as in like the sequel, yeah, but like yeah. it's some, it's some like artwork with him. Like in the field with a peacoat on, like some people use that artwork as well. So, I mean, you're not wrong. And are I'm you fact checking over there? You want me to? Yes. Yeah, we need a fact check. <clears throat> All right. I got a feeling I'm thinking about October's very own. But I know what you're talking tape. about. So far gone is just just the straight words. Like he got yeah. creative, you know. It's like just scrambled all over the place. I remember when like, and then when he's like starts selling it, and I was like, I've already got it. <laughs> yeah, dude. On like seven CDs. <laughs> I was burning CDs back in the day. It seemed like you download on that piff, yeah, pop it onto oh, the CD burner. Don't really real know about that. It seemed like you real like hip hop influence. Yeah, so but it was it was so far gone. Uh, October very own's uh, production, yeah, uh, presentation. Yeah, yeah dude, because the Houston Atlanta Vegas freestyle was sick. Successful yeah. was sick. Wayne had bars on that. Um, the one with Bond B, I forgot the name of that one, but they it was him. Uh, Uptown. Uptown, yeah, Uptown. that beat was so fire, dude. Yeah, and I mean, but he's had the majority of Drake's success. I'll say this. I mean, he hasn't been a wordsmith, but like. But oh, it's actually comeback season, Juicy. Oh, uh, okay. That's, That's what I was uh, thinking about. So I was wrong there. I was wrong. The uh, 40. Uh, what's his name? Noah, Noah Shabib. Yeah, Noah Shabib's been pretty much the pillar of Drake's success with all the beats that he's made. But Drake said he can't do it without Noah. Nope. Mm-hmm. Imagine if he never met the Broskis. Mm, I like what you did there. Bars, <laughs> dude. I'm talking about Drake chasing game. I think he need to. I think he need to. I think it would be dope if he like worked with different artists. I mean, I don't see him working with Swiss because I mean, if you know, you know. But like he had, he got one Timberland. He got a couple Timberland records. But like working with like Hov, Hov worked with like for real Timberland, Swiss. Like we talking about Kanye, Kanye. We talking about the cream of the crop. Imagine if Drake worked with those guys. He would be like 
by far number two, number three. I don't see Drake working with Kanye in the foreseeable future. They they uh, they squashed it. Oh, did they? Yeah, they yeah, it. that's right, that's right. I think he moved on to uh, the Pete beef. Him, yeah, him, him and Pete Davidson. Skeet. Yeah. Dude, when those text messages leaked the other, uh, the yeah. other day, he said, dude, I'm in bed I was with dying. your wife. I'm in bed with your wife, bro. Isn't that the same thing that got him in the hot water with uh, uh, Ariana? Because he was texting Mac Miller the same shit. He was savage. Yeah. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Mac yeah. Miller was fire, dude. He, another another person that died at 26, 27 that mm-hmm. was gone too soon. Some of Mac, some some of his work is really good. We too. talked about that on the episode of Part of My Southern where I said uh, best day ever and kids were probably two of the most underappreciated like works. Yeah, dude. I still play Donald Trump and <laughs> Nike's on my feet uh, pretty much every night I play. Yeah. Because I always got a pair of ones on, so it's like Nike's on, you know. Yep. With the big swoosh. I love that. Yeah. I'll go on a whole tangent about Mac Miller. Same, bro. <laughs> Mac the man. I didn't like his later stuff. That's all I'm going to say. I like swimming pools. I did like swimming pools. It was just like some of the songs on there I just didn't click with. What was the one where he was sitting at the table with the print on? Was that, uh, it was like, I think one of his last albums. Yeah, I think it was. But it had, uh, it had that, um, bird watching and then holograms and all that. Like, dude, those beats kind of slap, but. He's one of those people that a lot of production went behind him, and yeah, because his mix his no, mixtapes yeah. were untouchable. Oh, dude, yeah, for sure. Kool Aid and frozen pizza. Yes, I love how he just kind of like he was relatable at that age. Yep, yep, because that's about when we were around that same age too. Yeah, Do you ever spend any like dark stuff like like Juice these rappers World. that rap about like mental health and shit? Juice World, a lot of Juice World. Uh, I'll play that. Uh, Lucid Dream song, yeah, and then I'll mix it with "Love in Your Mouth" by Kilo Ali because that's a sample from it. If you know, you know, and just hit them with it. Yeah, and only the old heads really get that. Yeah. You know, the kids like that Juice World, and then I just spin it like, hit them with it. What'd you just do to us, Barry? Yeah, it's just hey, Barry, I'm six liquid marijuana's deep. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're that deep in those, you need to go home. Yeah, you better be deep something else, especially with me playing that "Love in Your Mouth" Kilo Ali. So how many think about sets? Tone. Yeah, dude. <laughs> do you take like breaks in your sets? Absolutely not. Yeah, start to finish, man. All gas, no breaks. That's uh, a couple breaks. I might. You have people me. like bringing you like drinks. Yeah, man. Shout out my girlfriend. Oh, oh, she's got my back. She, okay. she takes good care of me. And shout out the guys at Innisfree and Tuscaloosa too, because they run me shit too. They always like making eye contact with me. You know, yeah. usually people are pretty good about keeping me. <clears throat> they like to keep the bear fed to keep him on the prowl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> how do you keep What's the attention span like during a song before a transition? Like, how do you know when when to change it up? Uh, I usually have no more than a verse, so I'm really ADD when it, ADHD when it comes to it. Like, I'm out here, I'll spin something, I'll tease something, I'll go to something else, bring that other song back, uh, ride for a verse, let it get the chorus again, bring the intro to the other song again, mix it, blend it, take the lows out, put some more highs in, and then affect it, transition. You never miss a beat. Your head's still bobbing. Bro, that's feel and talent. I was about to say, do you feel like playing drums, moving your hands oh, yeah. multiple times yeah, has played into that? Yeah, man. <sighs> My hands can't move that fast. A lot of, a lot of people like to sit up there and just watch me do it because they're like, it's like watching somebody do a magic trick, kind of. Yeah, yeah, I was just saying, like, that's some mad science and shit. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah. I just want to be like up above you just watching your hands move. And yeah, so that would be some good content that I would like to put out is mix me doing the... 
Oh go. yeah, dude. You can do put like it a on PO, TikTok. Like a PO <laughs> get you one of them. Get you one of them dirty film cameras that go on your head, so we can give a POV. Yeah, man. Look like I'm out here making real <laughs> movies. Nah. I mean, Barry Bangers would play in that industry too. So shout out, <laughs> Barry Bangers POV. Oh, what's that? He's DJing. DJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. This ain't what I clicked on. <laughs> Why am I on YouTube? Put that on the corn hub, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Like it's it's crazy because I like obviously I watch everything you post because we're boys and I I follow you like religiously. Likewise, man. And, I love what you guys do. You know, like I, I'm always like, if he's in Walker County at an event I can go to, I'm gonna try to go. It's there's gonna be a lot more of that coming up. I because, can't wait because I'm. I mean, I've just been. I'm gonna spend a lot of this summer. I'm gonna do some shit locally. Because, bro, I'm tired of driving. These gas prices got me wanting to just, like, sell yeah. out and play at home. So, you know, I know you're not on TikTok, but we may slide through and make some TikToks with you. That would be – you guys are more than welcome to do that. Yes. Just because yeah. that means you guys are at my show and we're hanging out being friends. Yeah. yeah. And that's a good time. Oh, yeah. Bar tabs on Barry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sir, drinks, sir, who are you with? Him. All drinks on me, baby. <laughs> just put him on my tab. Um, I'm with the band. So where where are they going to set you up at? Uh, so what we're, Factory. Factory. what we're working on at Pop Factory is they've got that big back dining room. I think they're probably going to close that, and we're going to set up back there. Um, we're not going to bring near the production that we do for the outside shows, yeah. of course. Uh, there'll be some lights. There'll be a lot of sound, enough sound. But um, back there in that back dining room, and we're going to try to hook up to those TVs and put my graphics and logos and stuff up there and just yeah. like, kind of make it more of a – we're going to try to give it the legit feel. Who gives you your? Gra- who does your graphic work? I do most of it. Duh. Uh, so that's yeah. Even better. So shout out me. Uh, but also Kennedy <laughs> Streisner, uh does a lot of work for me. Sarah O'Mary's done some things. Uh, both of them are very, very, very good at graphic design. I like their work. They especially Sarah. Yeah. She does a lot of stuff on Main Street. I love it. She made a, a like a silhouette of me that we've been using, uh, and it's really good. That's so sick. Yeah, and it looks like we went. Holy cow! You know, Dude, like DJs have the best promos i've ever seen like you and michael's stuff like you can rerun that and it doesn't get old right you know like your video clips and everything plus playing week to week they always can change and get fresh and you can shoot 4k with pretty much any iphone now yeah so it makes it accessible like Mm -hmm. pretty much i have like three different people shoot different shots throughout the night send it to me jam it there we go and we took some drone footage on Sunday. Um, I got Stephen Kane. I saw that. We took that's some, dope. Yeah, drone footage of Tin Roof. Uh, and that's just cool because you can just see me just up there sweating, just being fat, and uh, <laughs> getting down, and everybody's out there kind of jamming. I'm like, yeah. Let me Hell get some yeah. of those hot wings. <laughs> <laughs> One of your favorite shirts you wear during your sets is the Surge. Yeah, of course. Uh, that that was part of the brand uh, yeah. because, like I said, with the, the whole nostalgia feel with the music I play, you got to get the visual representation, mm-hmm. representation too. So, yeah. search it really played. If you're out there in a Gucci suit, I'm probably not paying you much attention, man. Man, I'm probably not paying that much for a Gucci suit. <laughs> no. Hey, that's your drip. Yeah, I'll be that's dripping. Nice drip. Shout out to shout out to my there. gas station guy. Call <laughs> <laughs> back. Golly, dude. Gucci belts and Delta eight pins. Somebody told me a dude I work with told me that somebody, or he go, he goes to a local gas station. We work together. He's from here too, but uh, he told me that. His dude told him at the gas station he sold like ten thousand vape pens in a month. Yeah, dude. 
That's crazy. <sighs> yep. See, I, I'm not an inhaler, so I, I, don't, I don't like that. But what? if it, if if that's what you roll with, cool. Because I'd rather, honestly, I prefer that smell over than cigarette smoke. Yeah, man. You know, of course. I grew up around my grandparents smoked and all that, and it's like I kind of became accustomed to it. And then when I moved out and nobody really smoked around me, and then I went out. I was like, it's kind of repulsive, but you do you do you. Yeah. You man. know, like people probably don't like when I like chewed and shit. They probably didn't like me seeing see me spit a wad of brown right spit out. Man. But selling ten like thousands of pins a yeah. month, dude. Yeah, that's. I mean, people are, and they're just so much worse. About to start buying some in bulk and selling them. Yeah, well, my buddy <laughs> start just started side hustling. He's he's doing. Uh, There's called Xcape Vape out of Nashville, and they've got a uh, machine set up. They've got one in Tenroof. You can uh, Apple Pay, and it'll spit you out whatever flavored uh, vape Damn. you want. Shit. Yeah, they're good too. I've got one in my, in my truck, but yeah, I, I was vaping there for a while because like I had gotten sick, yeah, and uh, had to sit at home for a few days. You like that? Huh? Mm-hmm. Smooth. And then uh, I, I I quit I quit smoking. I quit smoking for like six months, and then I quit quitting. Do you feel like playing kind of got you back into it? It wasn't so much playing. It was just like I don't know, man. Having one of those vapes and sitting around all day, every day, just ripping on one, I feel like it was worse for my lungs than smoking cigarettes. Because yeah. like when I smoke cigarettes, I'll smoke like four or five in a day. I'll smoke like four or five of those vape pens in like a week, and you get two thousand puffs off of them. Yeah. So mathematically, I think I'm kind of screwing myself up. You're never really depleting your body of the nicotine, right? And like, uh, I think I read like an article. It's like nicotine. It's like after two hours, your body starts craving another, like more of it. Yep. So if you're constantly vaping it, it's like, yeah, man. I need it instantaneously, yep. pretty much. It's crazy. I mean, I might Stand start selling them out of the back of my truck, though. Like, yeah, hey, yo, I got some red ice and I got mm-hmm. some blueberry and cotton candy ready. Which one do you want? Which one get, is that? This is a uh, custard, something custard. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. It says red. Oh. The old classic. Yeah. Dude, he rode classic. my he rode my truck one day and left like his what do you call it? Dripper? What what is it? Give me the, the terminology. Juice? You're a vapor. Yeah, juice. Uh he left it in my truck and I was like, Man, I know I ain't put no air freshener in here. It smells like that. What is that? Yeah. And I got to like going through my big ass console in the middle. Found that freaking ball of juice and I was like, That's what that shit is. Yeah. It smelled good, didn't it? Gave me a headache. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just stout. Coming out of it, that, that was a custard killer. But I'll I gave it back to him, and I was like, "Here." And then, like, sure enough, that smell—it took like that smell like two weeks to get out of my truck. Oh, well, I mean, at least you didn't smoke a cig in there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I don't allow that. In my that truck. could have been way worse. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. Smoking ashtray. That smell don't leave. <laughs> you got. So how do you, how do you take your ciggy breaks out in Birmingham since you can't like smoke in venues? Oh, dude, no. I, play, I play all back at Tanner. If I got one dangling. Okay. Out there. I look like Aunt Rhonda. <laughs> my my favorite my, the one of the guitars for Whiskey Myers, he smoked cigs. Yeah. And every time I've seen him inside, he lit one up at Iron City and they came out, I was like, You can't do that, put that out and he was just like, Okay. Uh, yeah. And then when I saw him at Foothills and uh saw him at an outdoor festival somewhere in Texas, he just Rip, chain smoking constantly, dude. Do you feel like that kind of keeps you like focused? It is. It's like uh, you know, people have like nervous ticks or whatever. Smoking cigarettes is that for me? Uh, because I, I mean, I 
clinically diagnosed ADHD. You know, right. I'm, we all are. Look at like our whole generation. TikTok, is. bro. That's yeah. a, that's exploiting people with ADHD. <laughs> yeah. Just from a rip. Yeah. So I mean, it's just one of those things that keeps me. It's just like I, man, I was talking with somebody the other night. It's like I'm basically doing three, four hours of cardio every time I'm up there because I don't stop. Like I'm just like bouncing to the beat, moving around, smoking a cigarette, taking a shot, drinking, texting. Like it's balance right there. Yeah, man. I'm, it's Eating like, some wings, yeah. balance. Grilled cheese usually from Ten Roof. <sighs> my boy, shout out my boy Joe in the kitchen. He whips it, bro. He'll just be like, yeah, my man needs a grilled cheese. He's fading. I'm going to make you – I'll make you a grilled cheese one day. <laughs> With a little bacon on it. Drums or flats? Uh, flats. I go, I go flats, man. And I man like, of culture. I, I like my sauce it. on the side. Like, I like hot wings. I got to have it on the side. Pour it on there. And I usually put a whole flat in my mouth and it just pull, pull out the bones. Yep. Juicy, is he invited to the cookout? Oh, most definitely. Okay. See, I'm a, <laughs> like, if he said drums door, I, I was, was going to be Instant cancel. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got a, dude, I got a beard. Like, eating drums is tough. Yeah. We'll just get juice, you know. <clears throat> See, I go with the, I go the with the good side of that is a flavor slide. saver. Yeah. But, you know, you eat too many wings, it's like you you got to go home and shampoo your beard. Yeah. Because you're going to be walking around smelling like. Hey, my beard shampoo went up $2. That's worse no, you don't know the biggest hurt. You know who took the biggest hit in the inflation on my on my personal list? My protein. That shit went up twelve dollars. Oh, twelve dude. bucks. Twelve bucks. Ain't worth it. Just buy some mm. buy some ham and cheese, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Well, start taking them raw eggs. You get about four, yeah, scramble up, bro. Get about four. I'll turn into the Liver King. Y'all better watch out. <laughs> you don't know who? Do you know who Liver King is? I just, what? Yeah. The what was it? The he's like bone marrow. Liver. That's what he eat. Yeah. That's. Was he that? Was he on Joe? Rogan? Was was that associated with Joe Rogan? I think I heard. I don't know. All my YouTube videos kind of so. like combined, so yeah. it's like I don't know what kind of content I'm. Consuming. He's more on TikTok and Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Dude eats like raw beef liver. Yeah, I'm good. Big yeah, I'll pass on guy. That. <laughs> I saw a dude on TikTok the other day eat a cow brain raw and like sixteen eggs. He's like. 1100 calories, 160 grams of protein right here. I was like, I'll pass. See, this is this is the kind of stuff that makes me think I'm just going to leave TikTok to y'all. <laughs> this is like another reason like I don't have a download. Well, see like but see think about it if you got that C word and you still got them residual effects. What's the C word? I guess COVID. Ah, yeah. Shane say COVID. There we go. Off oh, you ain't tried the butterscotch. Yeah. Here, just go just ahead. Just say and, it. Yeah, just go ahead and get your. Uh, hopefully, it cures COVID, man. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, go no, I don't have it, man. I think I've had it. I legit had it like three times, so I don't think I can get it. I've had, I've had that twenty-seven. Over definitely there. had it twice. It's it's a little sticky. Might as well drink. What's the C word? I already said COVID. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Do you want this one? Or you want? Uh, you want this one? Cool. Got it. Dude, yeah. this thing's like a, a jar of golden eagle syrup. <laughs> legit. Wait till it tastes that taste bud. Bigger pull than I meant to take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's dangerous. <laughs> uh, no, Shane, I can't tell you it is dangerous. Oh, Obviously, we got almost to the bottom. That we we got in trouble with you quick. We got in trouble with Brittany that night. <laughs> Brittany came out. Shane is up on top of my counters, climbing into the top part of my cabinets, oh, no. trying to get the jar out so he can take some home. Well. F- Yao Ming put you damn shit in there. Freaking Yao Ming. <laughs> in there. Brittany walks out. She's like, 
It's like 1230, 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it might have been two. Yeah. Brittany walks out <laughs> and she goes, what are y'all doing? Shane didn't acknowledge her. He Like what she said, he just turned around and was like, who put this jar up here? And she's like, what are y'all doing? He goes, no, who put this jar up here? Because it was like in the far top, top shelf of my very back cabinet. She killed it. Okay, well, like listen, Shane, I'm Shane. Not, I'm not sure that anyone, like, I don't think anyone in Drake's family, anyone like in Drake's friend group, I think that jar came with the house. <laughs> That's the only logical explanation for how deep in that cabinet, on the top shelf, like, that was just a closet find. Well, it probably just got pushed back there, to be honest. Yeah. Stand up on your tippy toes and just show. That's entirely too logical. I'm going with it came with a house. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Shane's up there just clanging and banging. Brittany comes out there and is like, y'all got to stop. And then he leaves. To my credit, I asked you if we could just do this tomorrow. And you were persistent on getting it done that night. That might have been the liquid courage, though. <laughs> Saying, yeah, yeah, let's do it, man. Yeah. No, we shouldn't have. Mm-mm. I'll show you. I'll show you the draft TikTok where we couldn't even get a word out, dude. That's, <laughs> it was so bad. So all the noise led to you having sleep on the couch, or did you just actually? I, I, well, I fell asleep on the couch. I was watching yeah. the Utes, and I fell asleep on the couch. If it makes you feel any better? I also slept on the couch that night, but that's mainly because I walked inside, saw it, and went, mm, "Yep." <laughs> and when I woke up the next day, I was like, "I'm never doing that again." I even sent Shane a text. I was like, are you alive? Bro, never say never. Dude, I had to go to work the next morning. <laughs> I was lucky. Yeah. I t- Good times, huh? Have you ever had those mornings after a show? It was like, mm, better not move. Yeah, man. <laughs> Good bit. Uh, Qu- quite frequently. But, I mean, more so when I'm playing in Birmingham because I stay over there. Like, but, you know, there's been some nights in Tuscaloosa where I, I've got home. But, like, you know, oh, I feel fine. And the next morning it's just like... Did y'all get the number off the bus that hit me last night? <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that before we came before we started recording how like driving sixty nine from Tuscaloosa back to Jasper is just It's not fun, man, but uh, you know, you gotta be careful with anything you do. So I always take at least two liters of water with me when I go down there and play yeah. and chug one, you know, before during the show and then chug one on the way home. Oh, you different. You gotta yeah, you gotta stay hydrated. That's yeah. the key to not being too Stay hydrated and enough carbs to soak up the booze. Yeah. You know, it's just simple, simple math, man. So, yeah, I got to the age now where it's like, man, I was so stupid when I was younger. I was like, I should not have been driving. And now I'm like, allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. No, I'll tell you, I shouldn't have been driving. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, no, I'm going to keep hammering it. Yeah. Like, now it's just like, you know, if I've had, like, we go twisted or something, I'm like, I've had too many. I'm like, Brittany, I know we live five minutes away, but you got to drive home. Right. I'm not risking it. It's not worth it. And you, that, I guess that's part of wising up. Yeah. Shout out to my boy Schooley. You got to wise up. Dude, it's I all about that. It's all about a that. simple balance, you know, man? Like, yeah. it's, you can't, with me, it's like, oh, you know, I get to drink on the job. It's cool. But, like, you got to have a balance. I can't just get out there and get throttled. Yeah. Well, it's, I'm not going to have a job. So, he's playing the same song for an hour and a half. Yeah. Oh shit. He's asleep. <laughs> oh shit. He, yeah. He already played this one. Uh, that's my biggest. So that's one of my biggest fears is when I start, when I can tell that I've been like drinking or whatever and I'm DJing, it's like, I'm so afraid I'm going to play the same song I already played. Yeah. It's like, I have dreams about doing it. Yeah. Like it scares me so much. See, I have, I have dreams about my job. Like if I'm like this past couple of weeks, I've been super stressed out mm-hmm. at work. I've been having dreams about screwing something up. So that happens to you too. Yeah, it happens man. in the DJ world. 
Yeah, I'll have like, or I'll have dreams of like the music stopped, or I did a. It, it's it's crazy to think about, but like I've also told people like I do that. I do it so much. I play music so much that just looking at the program and like reading the 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 wavelengths and the music and stuff, it's like I see it so much. It's like I see it in my sleep. Yeah, you know, and like when so when I tell people, it's like I, I could do this in my sleep. It's like well, I feel like I do because I see it in my sleep. Like, but that's just anything you do with a certain rhythm. Do you ever feel like you have like a great show or a bad show, or you kind of stay in between? Uh, there have been some nights that I've walked off stage and been like, "That was a stinker." But the the one thing that keeps me going is I have my friends that are like, especially at Ten Riff, like. My guys that work security there, my brother Jarvis, uh, the big twins, that these these cats that I've been with since I started at Ten Roof, they'll call me out on my shit. If I, like if I'm not, if it's like pop your shit, bro. Like turn yeah. up. Like these people pay money to come in and see you play music, and you're out here. I'm like, all right, bet. And so it's like when they tell me to put the foot on the gas, it's like, all right, here we go. We're going bet. up. We're about to ride. Challenge accepted. That's good to have, right? There. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's all about a good support system and. Uh, Every time my girl's in, in the house, I got to show out. You know, I got to let her know yeah. I'm out here popping. But <clears throat> she doesn't care. She loves me regardless. Uh, <laughs> but it's fun, man. Like, it, it's it's fun. It's the it's a fun challenge to stay on my game like that. Like you were talking about earlier. It's fun to stay, try to stay at the top. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys know this. I don't know if I announced it. But uh, I did win Birmingham's DJ of the Year this year. Yes, you did. That was, that was uh, dope. Yeah. You did. I Thank shared it guys. to our story on Instagram. So mm-hmm. if you weren't following yes. us, you missed it. Yeah, that happened. Uh, so I, I showed up pretentiously with big gold that night, the heavyweight championship from WCW. Yeah. Had that over my shoulder and just walked in. I was like, hey, I, I won. I heard. I was I heard so happy was for you too, yeah. dude. <laughs> dude, I appreciate it, man. It was because uh, it, it was funny because – the last two years I've seen that come up. It's like, man, my name's not even on there. And yeah. this year it's just like landslide. That's dope. It felt really good, man. It was good. And you know, it's, it's, it's little signs of affirmation and like confirmation, like let me know. It's like, yeah, I've worked hard for this. Yeah. And I've had to work. I've gone through hell, dude. Like with my name being slandered and shit in Birmingham and you know, they don't boo nobodies is what, what I've always heard. Yeah. So like it is what it is and people like to talk to shit, but at the end of the day, I'm at the top of my game and it feels really, really freaking good to be there. Mm-hmm. There you go. Good correction. Nailed it. I like that. They Spurs. don't boo nobodies. No, yeah, man. I've never heard That's that. a fact. I need to incorporate a soundboard. So I was actually looking at those like literally last night. Yeah. It's so, like, you, go, CJ, XL, go XLR on uh, Amazon. They're like, 150 bucks. Okay, dope. Need to do a run of hats, sell them out real quick, and then I'll build. I'll be in the black. <laughs> you can have the sensor button the, when you go back and edit it. Is that the? Uh, okay, dude. Well, answer the question. Do you know how hard it is to like zoom in on like a half segment? Shane drops a quick one, and it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? That. <laughs> yeah. Like, see, like that literally lasted longer than Shane in bed. Yeah. Oh, oh no! Allegedly, <laughs> I didn't know you've been talking to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> By now you That's fired me up. I'm gonna fire back yeah, messed well, up. Actually she called in earlier We've got a sound <laughs> yeah. I've been hanging around Shane too long oh, My my response long. to people Is so much faster Since I've been around him Because he's so fast Oh he witty I'm a witty mother <laughs> I saved it for you right there Because yeah. I respect you But no like a sensor button would be dope Because it'd be like oh, Here he goes just push it. <laughs> yeah, I also need a kill switch when he starts going too. Like, just flip him off. Yeah, it comes with like a couple of different. Let's uh, see the best inputs like that. I was gonna say the best part about it is like your side of the table is taken up. So like, there's one spot for a soundboard. 
And it's right here at my fingertips, baby. Yeah, you could crush that. Yeah. What would you put on the soundboard? Gunshots. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Applause, like, have you listened like, to This Is Important? No. What is that? It's the guys from Worker, uh, Workaholics. Oh yeah. They got yeah. a lot of soundboard stuff. Dude, See, I listen to oh, Joe Budden. And so, Blake, yeah. Blake's the one that controls it. <laughs> Dude, it's. I was watching it the other night, and he was talking about uh, how he mixes his melatonin with the CBD with this all this stuff, and he had, like mix it with a shot of vodka <laughs> and Nyquil. I'm just like, whoa, dude. You got to listen to this. is important. It's hilarious. So I listen to Joe Budden. He got a lot of soundboard, like, <laughs> stuff that they do. So See, I, 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 I kinda, let us get one. You said what? Say rest in peace, Roy Mel. They left, right? Oh, they started their own joint. Right, yeah. Yeah, they got the bag. Big time. But I like the podcast now better with uh, Ish and uh, Ice on it. So, I like both of them. You can exist both. And, True. Know, if we get a soundboard for Pardon My Southern to the top. <laughs> <laughs> people have told me they're like pardon my southern I feel like y'all open up more I was like well I have to I was like I, well I can yeah. not that I have to I can free flow bro yeah I like keeping passage are like Walker County based yeah. people that are out there just killing it like you are dude man I appreciate like I said that. I'm really proud I'm really proud of you for what you're doing thank you dude I appreciate especially that. getting freaking wasn't it Platinum DJ of the Year? That's, I believe that, I believe there was a vote, and I believe that was the award that I received. You need to get you a John Cena spinner chain. There you go. BB. All in like, it, it only had to be real platinum. It should be flat, I, platinum. All I got is a screenshot that says that I won. <laughs> I was like, you guys, are they going to send me a belt? Like, do I get a plot? Like, you, Make your just, own, man. You yeah. got to let them know, man. A sheet of paper. Oh, it's going to uh, come. It's about three your years from now to come in. <laughs> well, it was cool, man, because it was like more so like Lakeview-based, like pretty much around the downtown area and uh, uh, a couple of the homies that own um, it's uh, I think it's pause on fifth pause on pause on fifth. Yeah. Their grooming company. They won. I won. uh, One of our photography friends won. It was just like, we were out here raking up like the tin roof crew was out here. Yeah. And um, that just kind of shows like tin roof, man. It's, it's home base. I love it. It's kind of where I made my name. Uh, and I'm forever thankful for them. They've well, I actually got off a call Monday. They've got uh, two weekends that they're bringing in a guest DJ, and it's like opportunity for me to like take vacation. Yeah, over summer, and I'm real excited. And I was like, dude, thank you so much because I, I I don't have to ask for vacation time. They're like kind of giving it to me, so that's a blessing in its own. Uh, but so you can come on Pardon My Southern one day. Yeah, dude, I would love to. Yeah. that'd be fun. Talk wrestling. That's, that's We're gonna I talk do. some wrestling in the second half of this episode. I'm okay with that. I'm <laughs> completely okay with that. Um, but yeah, dude, it's three sixteen th- day. We got to what? <laughs> shit, but no, shout out, shout out the um, the people that put that. It's the Birmingham community vote. Shout them out. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate them and uh, letting our little crew kind of come through and win some awards. Rake it up, yeah, it's, dude. Dude, it's, it it has to be like you got to keep the humble pride <laughs> levels kind of equal. <laughs> yeah, I caught it. Yeah. I didn't. I went. I was thinking of the next question. Sorry. That's what you get. Professional. Get on the fly. Live in the, live in the moment, yeah. bud. <laughs> but it's got to be kind of humbling. You got to keep the pride and humble levels just even keel because you're like, I wasn't even on ballot last year, and this year I won like seventy percent of the vote. Well, it it's I mean, it it was it was humbling to not be on the ballot the last two years, and I'm not saying I'm just like ego boiling up after winning. It's like it just makes me. It's like oh, I I, I won that. What can I do next? Like, yeah. What's what's next? Like I, I don't settle. I'm never gonna settle for that. 
Um, Not going to flex on them. Well, yeah. No, yeah. yeah, thankful that I won. Every time I, I'm like, what's up? My name is Barry Bangers, the number one voted DJ in Birmingham. Yeah. yeah. Um, See, yeah. That's yep. what I'm talking about, right? But there was – Put that on a Straight graphic, out of Jasper. Maybe. But, like, <laughs> the thing was is there was a lot of guys I know that I worked with that weren't on there. A lot of people that I consider my peers. So I don't really consider it, like – like it was cool. My brother Miguel, Mickey Smalls was on there, um, and Mark Ad that plays at the Phoenix Home was on there. He was on one three seven there for a few years, and those are like the only two guys on there I knew. Not disrespecting anybody else, but it was like boys, club. A lot of clubs I don't go to. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, everybody had equal shot. We were all we were all on there. You all play consistently out there in Birmingham, right? And I took the belt home. So that's right. That's right. You Thank have you. an actual belt too, don't you? Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying the night that they or the the weekend they announced that I showed up the next weekend with big gold and just like showed up was like, hey, I heard there was a vote and I won, so that's <laughs> champ. Yeah, so I got I got a flex on it, man. It was fun. So how does it feel knowing that your peers, the people of Birmingham, said Barry Bangers is the best? It feels a lot better than having COVID. <laughs> Jar. <laughs> Take your pick. Twenty seven. Uh, twenty six. Twenty seven. Yeah. Uh, twenty six tastes like. Uh, oh, the twelve. Yeah. Like okay. When it used to come out of the. Uh, I might have known a guy that made some of this, man. That's a. That's in my inner circle. The yeah. person makes that. I like this. Yeah, it's really good. You could probably light this on fire and uh, about three feet above it, see a blue flame. Like it's that. It's that yep. hot. What, mm-hmm. It's probably what, like a 120? 100? Yep, it's 120. Did he right. wear overalls while he was brewing this? Nope. Probably not. Not that kind of? Probably not. My dude's a t-shirt and jeans guy. Oh, really? Yeah. No beard? Long beard? We can't disclose that. It's shorter than mine. That might have been too big of a blow. That's good stuff, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, we'll have a barbecue this summer. And I'll invite all y'all. All right. I got bet, a pair of white New Balances. I've been saving for that day. We'll do like a season five rap party, and I'll bring them over. No, dude, it's a good feeling. It's fun. Yeah. It's cool, man. I'm I'm very like, what's next? What yeah. can I win next? What yeah. can I do next? Like, when do I play? When do we I go open up? up for somebody at BJCC? How do we go or up? A legacy Arena. Yeah, dude, still BJCC. I gotta be oh, politically forever. correct. Forever legacy BJCC. Arena. <laughs> yeah, it's still real to me. <laughs> man, we were both there for SmackDown too. That. Like we were literally parallel with each other. Yeah, dude. Top five. So sitting as close as we did, top five experiences that I've ever experienced. Me, me and my little dude were we were out eating at Eugene's Hot Chicken because mm. I, I mess heavily with the hot chicken always. <laughs> and Eugene's or Hattie B's. <sighs> Hattie B's. Mm. Eugene's is just right there outside of Legacy, so it's convenient. It was convenient. Uptown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Funk you. But up. I posted posted it to my story, and <laughs> Brian like messaged me. He's like. Yo, we'll be there tonight, and I'm like, and he told me who he was coming with. I was like, "It's my cousin." Yep, sure <laughs> enough, smack him in the back of the head for me. He'll he'll be a future guest, but that was that's the loudest I've ever heard. Our when a show comes to our town, right? And that's the most people I've seen there in a long time. Yep. I guess maybe the first show post. Everything the way it was. I'm not saying it again, dude. Like <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he already told me he wanted to get some late night apps at Applebee's, so he's like, I want to be able to taste my food. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> a couple martinis for the road. There you go. Uh, no, dude, it was sold. I, like, we looked up and, and looked around. Like, it was sold out. Like, there wasn't really yeah. an NPC. And um, they kept coming up to us and being like, you guys got to sit down. People can't see, I guess, because I'm 
about six six two. Yeah, yeah. Large, six two. Yeah. large human. Grown, grown up. John Dodd's grown like up. A full grown man. Yeah. John Dodd's around sixty, six foot. Yeah, on a on a good day. Next to me, you don't look at, but <laughs> uh, the, the guys are like, you guys got to sit down. You know, people can't see around you. It's like, what are you, what are you saying, bro? Like, yeah, you call me fat. Yeah, <laughs> they can't see around me, or they yeah. can't see over me. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, let's get it right. It's twenty twenty two, bro. Put, put <laughs> I'll have you canceled. <laughs> you security guard. <laughs> yeah. No. Was, Find your socials. It, it was no. It was one of the. It was one of the guys with WWE. The ball headed guy that uh, pushed uh, Austin Theory and Pat McAfee out. He came yeah. up to me. He's like, uh, "We can't see around." Like where they were taping, like they couldn't see. What's his name? He wrestles. Uh, wrestled. I don't think it wasn't Adam Pierce. Uh, oh, it wasn't Adam Pierce. That's what I was thinking. About. It was okay. one. Of the, it was one of the producers. Though, okay. One of the guys. Yeah. And. Um, he was like, I like your, because I had the OG Balor Club shirt on. He's like, I like your shirt, but you guys got to sit down because, like, people can't see around you. Yeah. It's like, I, I get it. Fair, I'm fair. also double fisting, double New Amsterdam and Sprites, just <laughs> hammering. Dude, we had the little uh, beer bar right yeah. outside of our section. Yeah, lucky. Goat Island, Blood Oranges. Yeah, man. All night. Well, I was safe. I had I had an eight-year-old with me. Yeah. But, you know. <clears throat> Solid DD. The couple I had. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, man. You gotta do it responsibly. I respect that. He was he was slamming them cokes, <laughs> box of popcorn. <clears throat> no, we didn't, dude. The line for food was ridiculous. Yeah, that's the that's my only complaint about the well. new Legacy Arena. Is like, yeah, if you want food or drink, like anything non alcoholic, you're waiting for a hot minute. But people don't understand. There's two different levels. <clears throat> like you can go. There's the second level, but then you can go down, and they've got concessions too. Oh, shit, I should have went to the bottom. Yeah, where we were on the floor, man, it didn't take any time to get a drink. The guy had seen me DJ before, so he was hooking us up with drinks. Uh, and I didn't get any popcorn. Bummer. But, yeah, man. Uh, so, good story. The last time I was in Legacy, we went and saw Widespread Panic. Because I'm one of those guys. Like, I love to play rap music, and but the in the Walker County in me, it's like when there's a good jam band coming, I got to go. One of my buddies, uh, Jake Peters, was sitting a couple sections in front of me. He turned around, and I had a box of that popcorn turned up. <laughs> just shaking in my mouth. He's like, he was like, bro, how'd you sneak in a box of cereal? I was like, all right, that's enough out of you for the night. We're going to put you in time out. Thought I had a box of Kellogg's in there, but I'm just like hammering popcorn. <laughs> it, it is nice to limit. see it, like, renovate. Limit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It was nice, like, seeing the renovations they did, though. Because, man, the last time I went, I was like, this is so freaking out of date. Yeah, it's nice, man. Real nice. Yeah. A good, good experience. Uh, I look forward to seeing some more some more events there. I want to yeah. go to a squadron game, G League. We got the Pelicans G League. Yep. And then, uh, have you been to a Legion game? Dude, it's on my I'm, – I'm, I think we're going, like, the first week of April. Yeah. I think – actually, I think – <laughs> The conflicting schedule right there is it's WrestleMania Saturday. Oof, yeah. So I'm real conflicted there because I already told these two, I was like, we need to have a WrestleMania party because that's not Pat's wrestling. Yeah. I'll be watching it on my phone on the DJ, uh, behind the DJ booth. So that's, but it's I nice love. over there. Like, I went to that uh, Jeezy, Two Chains, um, Rick Ross, and all them concert, Future Man. It's real nice. Yeah, it is. I was really impressed when I walked in, especially. Like, walking in, I looked around, I was like, God, it don't look like it's just going to collapse at any second now. <laughs> well, they, and the, 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 they've got the new security to get in. It's just, like, very painless. Like, it used to be, take everything out of your pocket, take your hat off, you know, no belt. Yeah. We're going to wand you. 
Now you just take everything out of your pockets, walk through the metal detector, they scan your phone, and you're in. It's like very. That's very convenient because when I went, I went to a gangster party. And so that was very, very, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was easy to get in. Because <laughs> they want, you know, bro, I used to play shows in Sheffield, and they, the, it was to a point to where they had to start wanting people that would, like, bring the wand out and stuff. I was like, in Sheffield? In Sheffield. I know where Sheffield is at. That's Sheff- where right, Coach Wright and them from. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. You don't know much about Sheffield then. No, nah, I mean, I don't know about, I don't know much about Sheffield. I didn't know they was like that. Though. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, like that. Go through uh, go through Florence, Muscle Shoals, and hit a right. Or right before you get to Muscle Shoals, you hit a right, come out of Florence, which go over the bridge. I had to be where Huffy caught his attitude then. Ah. <laughs> it's all it adding up sense. now. It adds up. <laughs> Sheffield, man. Shout out everybody. My brother, Nate Slaughter, he's still up there. We used to DJ at this place called DP's, and they had Shout out them DPs. Lot, yeah, Dr. Peppers. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, dude. Yeah. I'm talking about Drake Pittman's. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That could have yeah. went. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, multitude road. of ways that one could have turned. Because yeah. I thought Drake you were talking about yeah, Dr. No. Yeah, Dr. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Strange. That timeline started going Bro, everywhere. Dr. Peppers or Dr. Pepsi. You guys are out here. Out yeah, here. Oh, yeah. These pre-verts. Living. Past, past the jar, what? When yeah. I, yeah, dude, when I lived up there, I got to know it was like Sheffield, Florence, Muscle Shoals. It's like you... Tuscumbia. It's like, you better know. You could fit that whole area inside Legacy Arena. Not really. <laughs> but it's small, man. It's a, it's a small, you know, thing. But thinking about going from <clears throat> having to be wanted at a little small bar to when you're around 100,000 or probably, what, 20,000 BJCC? Probably yeah, almost probably 20, 20. Maybe 18. Wide demographic, too. But they've made yeah. a lot of renovations around Legacy. Yeah. That whole oh, it's area real nice. is completely changed. Yep. Uptown, yeah. Went to Todd English before. They had food. I got there late, so I just got a road drink. See, we <clears throat> we went to uh, Mug Shots. They were like 45-minute wait. I was like, ain't got time for that. Went over to the canteen, like 45-minute wait. Yep. Like, ain't got time for that. I was like, get some hot chicken, man. Yeah, Walked yeah. down here to Eugene's. Took us 15 minutes to get our food. I was like, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Eugene's is good, man. They got a food truck, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Hattie B's is still the goat when it comes to hot chicken. Mm. Are you ever at Jack Brown's right across the street? Yep. No. They got a burger joint right across the street. Lakeview, man. Dope. Man, I haven't been. <laughs> to be honest, I haven't been to Lakeview since, like, we went out every weekend. You just need to take some time, bro. It's changed a lot. <clears throat> it's fun. It's a, it's a really good time. The, is Babaloo still open? Nah, they changed it to you, Mommy. I'm not really sure. I think they do sushi and whatnot. Yeah. But no, Babalu, the, the tapas joint, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. It, it didn't make it through the pandemic. It mm. it got it caught on fire, too. At one point, yeah. Yeah, and then they just decided to just shut down. Yeah. We yeah. went to Oasis for his bachelor party. It actually popped up in my timeline the other day. That's sure. Good, that's a good time. I've got my friend Ron. She's a sweetheart. She bartends there. That's my, that's my martini spot. When I'm wanting to get dirty martini. Yeah. That was our final stop of the night. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, this is a good time. Butler and them always play there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They rip it, dude. We tried getting him on, and uh, it's like just scheduled conflicts just never yeah, matched. Dude. But at his bachelor party, we went to Oasis, and we we hung around Lakeview, like 10 roof, all that. Yeah. But then we went to Owls. We took an Uber to Owls. And I thought you were talking about Owls on 7th. No. <laughs> Wrong house. Whoops. Al's Deli and Grill. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's, that's that's a good spot. We were staying at a, a a hotel, like literally just up the block, and we were all walking, 
Shane and one of our other friends was up in front, and our friend had like a cup full of Sprite. They're 40 yards ahead of us. Talking Still about a just I've ever seen. straight up dime. Hits our friend right on the shoulder and just explodes all over. Bro. I, I mean, you, you can't put it into words, like how great this throw was. <laughs> I mean, it's just a Sprite bomb. Dude, take take the best NFL pass you've ever seen and multiply it by 10. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it was... It was a dime. You can't recreate the moment. <laughs> That's a good way to end the night, I guess. Yeah. Well, Sprite yeah. sticky. Oof. It wasn't me. I was in the back part where it got thrown from. So. Nice. Uh, I don't know, dude. Anyways, about wrestling, we're gonna we're gonna kind of end on this. Yes, it's three sixteen today. What? We're drinking beers in here today. What? Are we chugging them? No, we're sipping them. What? But we're gonna talk about WrestleMania because guess who's gonna be there? What? 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 Stone Cold Steve Austin. And the glass breaks, dude. Especially in Dallas. Yeah, in Texas, man. The motherland. It's going to explode in The there. Texas rattlesnake live in Texas. Yeah. The last time they had it in Dallas, he came out. It was like Sean and then Mick, or Mick and then Sean and then Stone so Cold. Cool. It was like, man, that's a pop. They just went out and did all their finishers and just squash match. Yeah. And I, Sean, Sean came out looking about 20 pounds light. It's like pants wouldn't even stay up. <laughs> I'm just curious, man, because, you know, the the way they're advertising it is they're advertising it as Stone Cold Steve Austin on the Kevin Owens show. So, is it going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin on the Kevin Owens show? He just comes out and just kicks the shit out of him and then delivers a couple stunners and chugs a couple beers and gets the crowd to pop. Like, Or they're going to have a legit match. Yeah. Is it going to be a two-minute squash? Undertaker John Cena-ish in well, New Orleans. The way, uh, man, yeah. That was... I was in the building, man. I don't want to... They kind of... After Brock broke the streak, they should have just like... Yep. That's a whole... That's that's a touchy subject. Yeah. But Especially I, watching the last ride. Yeah, so... Uh, just to go ahead and spoil it for everybody, I believe that Roman Reigns... I think that Brock Lesnar is going to drop... The, ti- the other title to Roman Reigns and let Roman Reigns be the first to unify him. Yep. He's the best thing they got right now. Just like they did with, like, you know, Jericho was the first one, the first undisputed champion. Mm-hmm. How upset were you we didn't see Roman Friday night? I didn't care. I was uh, kind of upset. I, I mean, I'm, I was a Roman, I'm a Roman Reigns guy, of course. I'm a stan. But the Usos came out and it went to the dark, man. It went, it went dark because I went to commercial. I was like, Usos, more like the Busos. <laughs> and dude turned around and just, Grabbed his shit and was like, "What? Was like, <laughs> My bad, dude. Like, I, I don't want the smoke. Like, I was gonna ask him if he needed to say fried home, but I didn't want to go that far. You Did know? you talk to Rhonda when she went dark? Uh, she came over there. Uh, I think I, I don't think I was there. I think I left her in that point. Oh, bummer. Yeah, I went to I went to smoke a cigarette and get. I'd use the little boys' room. I I mean, it was Bianca Belair and them came out, and then Rhonda and Charlotte. They they just like. It's, it feels kind of bad the way they just kind of sandwich the women's segment like right there in like a 30 minute span. Yeah. And it's just like, that's it. That a boy Vince. That Rick Shea match <laughs> and Sami Zayn match was fire. Though. Yeah, it was good. Oh, so good. Really? Yeah, because that's when the Pat McAfee heat started. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they're going to have to, I don't know, I think Pat might lose to put Austin Theory over. But Austin Theory's kind of over with getting slapped by Vince McMahon, you know. 
him being in a segment with Vince McMahon in the last like six months, huge. Because he hasn't been on TV very much. Right. Yeah. Just a lot of dark matches. Man, I wish you wouldn't probably be playing somewhere. Just to come over and watch WrestleMania with us. Oh, man, I would love to. The last one I got to sit down and watch was during the quarantine. That was when you did the live. Yeah. It was like the pre-WrestleMania party. Mm-hmm. I watched it. And then when you was like, all right, I'm going to watch WrestleMania, I was like, whoops, time to turn it on. <laughs> yeah, man. We were, it was, and that was when they had no crowd. Right. Wild. It was good, though. Do you feel like Drew McIntyre is going to get a title back in front of a crowd at some point? Uh, I do. I feel like it's only fair. Um, but he also took it from Brock, which is uh, him taking the title from Brock is huge. Like, being right. Brock Lesnar to win, like, what Seth Rollins did at WrestleMania 2019, you know, he beat Brock for the Universal title. Yeah, that was a huge deal. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to get these two into wrestling a little bit more. I'm an attitude era. Guy. Of through course. Through, through that, through. I watched it all the way up to like Cena. Did you listen to our wrestling bracket? No, I didn't have it. Juicy was heated. Oh yeah. Because the power of the the majority okay. quadrant rule, we put Stupid. CM Punk through over the rock. Yeah, I would dispute that as well. Yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> thank you. See Seth's not in here to like help at least help me. And my, so. my group, I'm not even getting into it. My group chat was heated too. Yeah, everybody everybody I've talked to has said that was top two dumbest things they've ever heard. <laughs> but see, I mean, look at CM Punk. He he kind of bitched out, dude. And he kind of just gave up. He took his ball and went home. Yeah. Stone Cold did that. Stone Cold was an international icon. CM Punk was just this guy that got brought up from Ring of Honor and all that that was like kind of decent. Best in the best in the world is is a stretch. He's kind of decent. It's clobbering time, uh, dude. I get <laughs> it. I, I I I get it. Like I, I, in ring, he has to have matches with people lesser than him to make him look good. I won't say that Ooh. against MJF. I but... this ain't happening without Seth in here. Okay, all right, all right. my bad, my bad. I, but, uh, We're going to have a five marker one day. <laughs> I'm not a big CM Punk fan. Like that's okay. just, that's just that's me. that's fair. That's that's just. I hate to say it, but like when he left the business the way he did, but in the, after he shit on The Rock and uh, John Cena the way he did, and for him to just dip, at least they went and pursued a bigger career. CM Punk just fell off the earth. He went to UFC. UFC got ass <laughs> And you mean to tell me you you're gonna come out here and talk that kind of shit, and then you're gonna go to UFC and get handed like that? Yeah, like, no, dude. And then just hey, fall what do you th- off. what do you think about AEW though? I like the product. I love it. I think the uh, roster's getting a little bit too crowded. I yep. think they're trying to sign too much old WWE talent. I, I see a WCW ending coming. Yeah, very much so. I feel, I mean, Tony Khan has just money to throw at this because they own the Jaguars and they own AEW. You know, he owns Fulham Football Club, too. That as well. In yeah. England. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's a lot of money. I don't know, man. It's just like when you brought back Jeff Hardy more so for the pop than the storyline when he came out doing the dance while his brother's <laughs> His brother's out there getting his ass whipped. He comes yeah. out there and does his little dance on the ramp. I'm like, yo, I ain't got time yeah, for that. Get yeah, <laughs> yeah big, big pop, huh? Yeah. 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 No, help your brother. Everybody knew he was coming. Yeah. It wasn't really... I don't know. I feel like like lackluster. I feel like the CM Punk pop was huge in AEW. That was awesome. I Huge, like... Reaction for me. Do you think if it happened anywhere other than Chicago, would no. have been as big? No. Yeah, same. The Money in the Bank 2011 entrance, though, I don't care what anybody says. That's one of the best pops I've ever heard. Yeah, man. But That's who, one of the best crowds I've ever seen. They brought back CM Punk, Brian Danielson, 
and Adam Cole that same night. Like, they debuted them. Yep. Well, no, it was Punk came on during a, a TV show, and Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson and okay. Cole came on during the pay-per-view. But it was all within like a week, a week. or two. Yeah. yeah, it was a week. That's a lot of wide, bro. Yeah. that's right. They're getting really heavy talent, but not heavy booking. Yeah, the matches aren't very good. It's like it's. I don't watch AEW for the matches. I watch it kind of for nostalgia, ju- just to see what happens next. Yeah. Do you think uh, the American Nightmare is going to show up at WrestleMania? Uh, yeah, I think him, it's going to be him and Seth Rollins. There's, yep. there's no question. <clears throat> and that match is going to be Fuego. Yeah, it's going to be really good. I'm sure they're probably somewhere training for that match right now together. Yeah. As we record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't wait, dude. WrestleMania, WrestleMania season is the season like. If if SmackDown would have been like in Birmingham in like July, I'm like, I don't yeah, care. I don't care if I miss it. But it's WrestleMania season when it came through, Never which is huge for Birmingham too. Yeah, because Brock showed up. Like Brock was the first one out, so, dude. The only reason I went was to see Brock Lesnar come out, and didn't he didn't even do nothing. Threw a title belt at Pat McAfee and it missed us by like twenty feet. <laughs> oh, damn. Would you have ran out if you had caught that? Uh, yeah, dip. Dipsy. Yo, one billion percent. Brock, Brock's not chasing Paul Heyman out there. He's chasing Brock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's after. He's trying to get, a, trying to catch the bang train, bro. Dude, I was in the beer line, and when uh, they did like the pre-show announcer entrances, uh, when Pat came out, I jumped out of the line. I was like, I don't care if I lose my spot. And I was like, Come on, Jack, let's get over here. Took a picture, and I was sending it to them too. And I was like, I could see him live, man. Dude, we made it on a story on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and JD and he, Guffy. Did he know that dude? Like personally? No. He went no. back and got all of his he got all of his information um after the show and like tagged him in that post. Like he wore that jersey for a reason. Cuz I was going to go try to get a McAfee 420 shirt made. Um but they wouldn't have put it on TV. They would have made me change. They would have mm. brought me a shirt to put on. Yeah. Pat McAfee's probably one of the best things WWE has right now. Well, just media content in general. Yeah. Period. Like I, for a minute. Yeah, I think I literally he's on, said that. He's literally on top of his game. Well, you know where he, he came up from farming-wise. Yeah. Barstool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Portnoy hired him. I'm a huge Stooley. Like, yeah. The biggest Barstool he, fan, probably. He, he, he give him props. Yeah. I'll it's give okay. Shane his props. He was on Barstool before any of us was. Dude, like when they were still just writing articles. Right, yeah. I've, no, I've been reading the blog since I was in college. So we went to the Mississippi State game year. Up on Barcelona, you know about the, uh, uh, the storm, storm, chasers. Yeah, storm chasers. Yeah. yeah, they showed up at Mississippi State for the Auburn game, and yeah. me and Dylan were absolutely dejected because that's a 10, 12 point swing. Yeah, easily. Oh yeah, and we felt every bit of it in the second half, and then we got lost trying to leave like the arena there at Mississippi State. Walked right into them. Yeah, because they <laughs> that Mississippi State that was like a like a two or three point game, right? Like it was close. Yeah, it went to overtime. Yeah, and we ended like we pulled away in overtime, but. Going into the game, we were a projected like twelve point favorite. Yep, and we were dog walking them, pun intended, in the first half. It, it got to the point at one at once. Uh, I'd say probably ten minutes left in the first half. The chairs in front of me were empty, so I was just leaned back in my chair, feet propped up, just just enjoying a basketball game. And I was like, "Oh, dude, we picked the perfect game to come to." Yeah, and then it all started clicking. There's no other like chance of a a court storm happening outside of Mississippi State. So we started watching the student section just waiting on those dumbass raincoats to show up. <laughs> oh, they did. And right at halftime, 
Yeah, man. And uh, you felt the energy because Auburn traveled yeah. like the entire game. Mississippi State would try to get on a run, and the Auburn's crowd would just drown it out. That's how. I, that's how. Second I, half was a complete different story, and it, it's one hundred percent because they showed up. Like I said, that them being at a basketball game is a ten to twelve point swing, easily. That's why I consumed the majority of my college basketball content was through Barstool. Yeah, that's where my bracket set up. Like I got the Zags going all the way, and I think I got uh I got Auburn. I got I got uh, Auburn Gonzaga. Talk more of that mic right there. I said, yeah, my bad. I got Auburn and Gonzaga. I can't get I can't put Gonzaga over Duke because it, it's going to come down to that, and I've got Duke getting them Duke's just because it's Coach K's of, last season. They're coming out of the West though. Nobody's ever made it to the final out of the West, and nobody's won. That's a fair point. Out of the West, I, I'm I'm also I'm riding real high on Coach K's last dance. I read real high on UNC beating them at home for their last game, and I won a lot of money off that game. <laughs> Responsibly, there you go. There you go. I was in Memphis too, so I was gambling on the Barstool Sportsbook, so it was completely legal. Well, I need Alabama to sign that so bad. Help us out. Shout out Corey Franks. We need you. Yes, sir. That's our dude. Yep. Yeah, he's pushing lot. He is, yeah. We need that. We need sports yeah. gambling. I don't yeah. need it, but we need it. <laughs> it's real hard to get paid out on Venmo. <laughs> We've never like gone political and passed a jar until Corey came on. That's my dude, dude. We hit on it last time, but we weren't trying to. I think the one thing that made us get along so well is neither of us really give a shit about politics. Like, yeah. It, if you go back and listen to our last episode, pardon my Southern chain is like, "Who's your favorite president?" So I was like, "They're already, they're all already dead." Because it was like the first one, Abe Lincoln, and yeah. Thomas Jefferson. I was like, "I don't know." Bill Clinton for the content. Yeah, dude. <laughs> big content guy. Unintentional, but big content guy. He was the first one. He was like, "Yeah, he smoked weed. He didn't hell though." Didn't yeah. hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. So our last segment. It's okay. WrestleMania season, like we said. Okay. We're gonna give WrestleMania predictions. All right. Juicy and Shane, if you need help. Yeah, I'm, going, and, I'm going if, straight off the gut. Name's going to carry a lot on guys I don't know. Okay. I'm just going to yeah. preface that. I would say, if you need help, me and me and Brian will help you out. But Yeah, give the questions to me and Juicy first. Let us answer, and then y'all tell us why we're right or wrong. Exactly. All right, first All right. off, for the United States Championship. Okay. It's Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. Yeah, I'm going Ballard. Finn I, Balor is the reigning champion, by the way. I defer to y'all. No, I'm going Finn. Uh, Finn needs a WrestleMania moment. Oh yeah, I think so. Especially after he had to relinquish the title for having, you know, getting his shoulder just yeah, boom. First mm-hmm. Universal Champion tears his labrum in the same match. Yep. I'm one for one. Let's go, baby. I mean, yeah, I, but also Damian Priest, they did a big special on him. He went to back home. He's Puerto Rican, right? Yeah. So he got to go back and wrestle. He was the first Puerto Rican born wrestler to come back and yeah. wrestle in Puerto Rico as a. The WWE champion. He has a title. All right, I take that back. I want to. I want to. I want to change my pick. I want to change my pick, and I'm going to tell you why. Because, so he's the first like what Filipino? Is that what you said? Puerto Puerto Rican. Rican. Puerto Rican. That's my bad. (laughs) Other side of the world. You know, potato tomato. (laughs) (laughs) First Puerto Rican, and he's going to be. Correct me if I'm wrong. He'd be the first Puerto Rican to hold the United States champion belt. He's already held it. He held it. Okay. Nope. Flip flop again, yeah. Boom! Oh, oh, double flip on you. Back to Finn Balor. <laughs> Where are you running for office at? Uh, well, I hadn't decided. Yet. I'll take I'll take Finn Balor as well. Yeah, County Sheriff's Office. So, yeah. Next up for the Raw Tag Team Championships, we got the Street Profits. Okay. Versus right. RK Bro, which is Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. I'm going Street Profits on name alone. RK Bro is terrible. 
maybe a top five you don't, worst no, tag team you name don't, I've ever heard. Matt Riddle plugged a cannabis company on live TV. <laughs> don't 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 even care. I, listen, my man. <laughs> sounds like a powerhouse duo, but. Matt Riddle the name fought, alone is terrible. Matt Riddle fought in UFC before he came to WWE, but he got kicked out of UFC because he wouldn't stop smoking weed before they like. Love that about him. That. Love that about him. Sounds like a great group. He's got mushroom great tattoo duo. right on his ribs. <laughs> Could have come up with a better name, and I feel like that matters. RKO, RK, and Matt Riddle's thing is bro. Doesn't matter. It's terrible. No. <laughs> Respect. RK okay. bro is just, I'm out on that. I like Street Profit a lot better. Street Profits are fuck fire too. See, they come out two, with baby. solo cups in their hands and two shit. for two. Let's Fair go. Enough. Juicy, I'm deferring to y'all. Okay. <laughs> Juicy just making this a three man yeah. chat. All right, so I'm gonna play off what sh- what what Shane's talking about here. I I feel like the RK Bro thing has been really good and was really good for Riddle and put him over. I feel like Randy Orton and Riddle are friends off screen. I feel like. The whole bit is played out. I think I think Randy Orton's going to turn heel. I guess it's he's going to have a heel wait, turn match. It's about time. So that tells you how dated I am on wrestling. Wasn't Randy Orton originally a heel? He's pretty much always been, but he's a good like he came on like he cut a promo he the other night. Factions, yeah. Okay. The other night he cut a promo. He's like, "I'm having the most," and he said, "I'm going to say this f word. I'm having the most fun I've ever had doing this with him." It was the night they got their title celebration. Yeah. Okay. So it's pretty much. I I feel a heel turn coming. I don't. I don't know, man. I it, I feel like that. Yeah, I could see the street profits taking it. Yeah. I like that because, like I said, this. How long have they held the title? This is the, they just won it back a couple of weeks ago, or a few weeks ago. But this is like their second. This is their second time. They've but they've been in title contention for a while. Yeah. So I feel like, man, I feel like they're gonna put the street profits over. Yeah, I do too. Because Riddle's got Riddle's always gonna have that that pop when he comes yeah. out because people like him. Because two for two. Baby. Dude jumps in the ring. Two for two. He does like a flying split and kicks his flip flops off into the crowd. <laughs> Big fan of that. <laughs> and he comes down on a scooter. Yeah. No, dude. I mean, this is a wash. <laughs> Why'd you? Easy. I'm going street profits. I'll take it. All right. Next up, we got the SmackDown titles versus. The Uso, the, the Busos, man, versus Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura. Big Boogs guy over here. Yep, huge Boogs. He's guy. Shinsuke Nakamura. When I sent you that video, he's the one that comes out. His interest music makes Pat McAfee jump up on the announcer table, yeah. start right. jamming out. Boom! So there you go. I'm 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 deferring to Barry's previous the Buso brothers. Boo! Yeah, yep. It's not fair for them to hold the title. For them to have the titles and Roman to have the universal title. And we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. I'm jumping the gun here a little bit, boys. Stone Cold appears on the KO show. What's that? Stone Cold appears on the KO show. How does this shake out? Does it turn into a legit match? I'll, I'll produce this one. Mm-hmm. Does it turn into a legit match or does Stone Cold just go in there and kick his ass for a second, stun him? Or does he put KO over? By letting KO stun him and leave him laying in the ring in Dallas, Texas. They're not gonna let that happen. That is no not what, like if this was We're in We're talking about Vince Kennedy McMahon. I'll here. cry as a grown man. If this was in Manhattan, maybe. In Dallas, Texas, with the Texas rattlesnake. In Quebec. No well, I wasn't gonna bring that up. KO's a Canadian. Yeah. Oh, okay. So if, uh, I thought we were talking about the screw job. No, that's Montreal. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> 
Canada's Canada, bro. Canada's yeah. Canada. Re- really splitting hairs there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Name three more Canadian territories. So, so is KO is KO getting into a legit match, or is it just a talk show where Stone Cold leaves him laying? I think it's a talk show where Stone Cold leaves him laying. I'm rolling with that too. Stone Cold did cut the promo saying it's the last time he's he the last time he was at WrestleMania he got left looking up at the lights in the promo that he was talking about. So he said he's lacing his boots back up one more time. So he's gonna put the boots on. He's gonna have the knee braces on. I feel like if I'll he let, comes out in that vest, I'll shit my pants. Okay, so <laughs> me me twenty years ago, I would love to say that Stone Cold's gonna come out and stomp a mud hole in his ass and walk it dry. Let's go. What what what? Yeah, it's I don't know, man. KO is going to, there's going to be a stunner cell by one of them. Yeah. There has to be. And I hope it's not Stone Cold. I can't wait to see their faces when I name this one. All right. Sami Zayn versus Welcome to Jackass. Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. What is this for? Nothing. They're just having a match. Johnny Knoxville is like their celebrity. WrestleMania always has one or two celebrities come on. Johnny Knoxville is it for this go around. He's wrestling who? Sami Zayn. All right, so this is this he is did eliminate so, Sami from the uh, Royal Rumble. This all right, so this is more so of just a uh, interme or uh, what's what's it called? When, uh, just an entertainment match, pretty yeah. much. They're plugging the new Jackass movie. Yeah, I'm going Sami Zayn. I'm going Sami Zayn. I think it'll be. I think it, the the sell on it is watching Johnny Knoxville get his ass kicked for 20 minutes, and then plugging the movie. 20 minutes. That's a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. I might have really. Ten. Well, I was going to go two to five. <laughs> squash, squash match. Yeah. I, man. Just following the, all the hijinks they've had on social media here recently, I think it's going to be some, some screwy shit. I think Knoxville's going to pull it off. I think Johnny's. So, does, right, go ahead, finish before this. I give you my booking. I, so I, I think that Sami Zayn has expressed interest in wanting to leave and go back to do what he wants wants to do. He did, did just resign a contract, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he's just kind of going with the flow and doesn't really give a shit. So I think he's gonna bow out. Just with the hijinks and everything that's been going on with with Knoxville doxing his phone number, yeah. we don't know if that's real or not. We don't know if that's like I did want to ask this. Are there any rules to this match, or is this an everything goes? I think it's just a straight up match. Yeah, just Knoxville's. Are there, is there a possibility that the Jackass Crew comes down the ramp? That here's my fantasy booking. Thank you, Shane. Jackass Crew comes down with him. Ref gets his back turned. Jackass Crew does something to Sammy. There Johnny you go. pins him. There you go. So that, yep, yeah. that 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 alone, the opportunity or the possibility possibility of that happening. Possibilities. Possibilities. I'm on a flip flop. I'm going Knoxville. Juicy? Johnny Knoxville. Okay, okay. thank you. Lancelot. Lancelot, Knoxville. Next up, <coughs> Austin Theory versus our dude, Pat Maxby. So y'all, y'all were talking a lot about this earlier about Pat putting him over. Why, why, why is that a thing? Is he, is he on the come up? Is like, cause he's a talented dude. I mean, Pat's good, like, but Pat's had his moment. Like, Austin Theory is just – he's really good. He's a really good performer. And so, I think the reason they're putting him with Pat is because Austin the Theory is so good that he and Pat together athletically can put on a show yeah. to entertain people. So, 
So I'm going to go Austin Theory in probably the most entertaining fight of the night. Oh, yeah. I think it, I it's going to get gritty. I think, is it scheduled for Saturday? Saturday. I, I think it might be the main event Saturday night. Or one of them. It might be co-main event. It'll They're, be co-main event. Because we'll get to the main event. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, so I'm going to go Austin Theory then. And even if it's a co-main event, I, I feel like it's going to draw the biggest buzz. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Pat, I mean, Pat's a buzz. Yeah, well, own. yeah. So you're going Austin Theory too? Uh, I believe so, and I think it's just going to turn him into a bigger hill. And I think, I mean, Pat McAfee doesn't have Pat McAfee makes money off commentary. He's got a monetized YouTube channel. He had the biggest sports gambling deal done ever. He's straight. He doesn't need to go in here and be a like wrestling superstar. I yeah. think he's gonna. I think he's gonna do the work. And well, he's getting his. Fi- he's getting his fix because like if you were early on the Pat McAfee show, like he talked about how like one of his first paychecks from the Colts, he bought that. Uh, ring and put it in his barn and yep. then didn't touch it for like what two or three years now he didn't know what to do yeah now yeah. it's at their headquarters so like he's getting his wrestling fix just being there commentating and getting to interact as he does he's, like, he's trained a lot though yeah oh absolutely that's what i like about him too is he's a he's a wrestling fan well that's what I'm but saying, he like, knows how to go well that's 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 kind of the point i'm making is like He's so invested in it. Like, he doesn't want to go out and just be, oh, I'm Pat McAfee, yeah. former punter from the Pat McAfee show. My name alone is drawing it. He wants to actually entertain while he's there. Yeah. He's a businessman. He knows what's good for the business. Yep. Putting Austin Theory over is going to be good for the business. Did you stay for the dark match? Uh, SmackDown? It was Drew McIntyre and Austin Theory. Yeah. And he just claymored him. Yeah. Yeah, Drew McIntyre came over and talked to us, and oh, he's jealous. just one of the most like down there. Like he was just like, "Hey, thank you guys for coming out." It's yeah. like, dude, thanks for coming to Birmingham, Alabama, and wrestling. You're from Scotland, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's mad. That's, love. Jackson said, like, "Can we go down there and see him?" I was like, "I don't know if they'll let us down there, man." Dude, y'all could have just came down there and said, "Narcisse." I was yeah. ready to roll. I almost texted John Dunn, like, "Hey," because he used to like help Terry on the rings and stuff. Yeah. Like, hey, I almost texted him like, "You turn down the ring tonight, by chance?" But anyway. Juicy, who are you going with? Pat McAfee or Austin Theory? Pat is my guy. I'm rolling with Pat. Like the loyalty. I, I'm going Austin Theory just because I'm with Brian. It's like Vince McMahon showed up on the screen with him. That's a big, big Huge. deal. I know I know he showed up on, and like they kind of made it like a work too where he's like, I'd like to offer you a WrestleMania match. And then like that week, Pat, uh, Austin Theory comes out and is like, I'm your match. Yep. So it's like they, I feel like they kind of made that a work. I called it immediately when he sat down beside Pat and started like, you could like, we could hear him talking. Like we could hear Cole, we could hear Pat and we could hear Austin like talking. Like he was just like shit talking to him the whole time. Yeah. It's like, Oh boy, this is the match we're going to get. This it's going to be, be good, good too. Yeah, really good. Cause he, him, he and Adam Cole put on a show. Yep. Next up, Drew McIntyre versus happy Corbin. <sighs> What's this for? Just match. Just another match. Respect. All right, <laughs> give me the names again. Drew McIntyre, okay, versus Baron Corbin. He's in the, now he's you know as Happy Corbin, Happy Corbin, because he gets lucky in like casinos and shit. That's his character right now. So, no, uh, I'm going Drew McIntyre. All right, Drew's going. I feel like Drew's going to squash him, dude. Yeah. I am on fire right now. <laughs> well, I mean, we could be completely wrong, but like just the fact that I have the room consensus. No, good. no, I, I'm, I'm. That, like, like like we said, we feel like Drew's gonna get the main the main title push eventually. On my Snapchat, you can see me just like zooming in on Baron Corbin. I was like, Baron, you suck and you're bald. And he's just like looks at my camera like sad. Like he's not very happy, dude. Like that the role that they've got him in, 
the storyline sucks. The what's the uh the um uh Mad Cat Moss or whatever. Yeah, Mad and, Cat. And just all that is just too it's just too much. They're trying to jam too much. And, I feel like he was happier doing Sag Corbin. And don't even get me started about the Pete Dunn Butch transition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's not. Let's Boo. Not, let's not. Yeah. Juicy, any input on that one? We're gonna leave it to the room. The happy guy. Happy Corbin? Okay. There are gonna be some WrestleMania surprises. Dare yeah. to be different. Dare to be different. He did he did win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, which is not even on this WrestleMania card. Battle Royal or Battle Royale? Battle Royale. Royale. With cheese. There you go. So like. we all going pretty much Drew McIntyre's consistency here. Yeah, man. So we're going uh this, this is the women's tag team championship. It's Queen Zelina and Carmella. They're the champions versus Naomi and the boss, Sasha Banks. Is that an official nickname, or did you just no? That's that? her. That's okay. her. She comes yeah. up like yeah, yeah. She's the boss. Okay. Snoop, right. Snoop Dogg also wraps her interest. She is well, Snoop Dogg's cousin. Go. She is Snoop Dogg's cousin, like legitimate that's cousin. It. Boom. He he did her WrestleMania intro one year. Lock it up. And Lock then, it up. Lock of the century, probably. And then comes out on AEW like the next year. Yeah. And does a wrestling <laughs> yeah. match and does an elbow off the top. Yeah. Lock of the century right there. Snoop's a wrestling fan. You guys put your life savings on it. Really? Yeah. I'm going. I'm going. Carmel or uh, Naomi and Sasha. Yeah, because they put on that. Uh, they put on a. Sh- they were in Birmingham. They put on a show. Yeah. Listen. If anybody needs somebody to like just bomb a test for them, hit me up. I am. <laughs> Fuego right now. Juicy, you going to that just for the Snoop links? Oh, yeah. Okay. But Carmella, Carmella's hot, though. So, I, I mean, I like her. I've always been a big fan. Yeah. Even when she was with Cass. And, and Enzo? And, dude, but her and the uh, R-Truth uh, storyline was really funny. Mm-hmm. Where he goes around looking for Carmella and gets, what's her name? Maurice mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Next up, we got the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. Versus... You don't know me. Edge. Who recently debuted new entrance music, which is wild. Still an Alter Bridge song. Yeah. It's still Alter Bridge. Miles Kennedy. And just another match? Yeah. Okay. But this is two of the goats. Man. Yeah. Dream match for a lot this, this could be a 30-minute match. I'm going to go AJ. And I, I'm gonna pick. I'm going to pick AJ just because of longevity. Because I don't feel like Edge getting the the nod there does anything moving forward for the next four or five years. You ain't watched Edge in the past few months. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, AJ just signed a new deal too. He did. So <laughs> so did KO. Yeah, that's what I mean. I figured I figured AJ or KO one would leave, but Edge had a big moment at WrestleMania with Randy Orton last year. Or uh, was it last year or year before last? It was the quarantine year. Yeah, so I feel like since Edge has been back, he's already been popping. Like, I feel like I I like AJ as well. He got that Royal Rumble moment with his wife, too. True. Yeah. Like, he's been hogging. I don't know. I'm going, I'm going AJ. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what, that's generally what I feel because Edge has just been getting too much. Yeah. Been he's been, he's been too good at being a heel too, so people are going to love True. to see that loss. I've actually just been playing 
the the idiot this entire time. I am a huge wrestling stan. I I live and breathe. I, I'm lying. That's He's a, lying. That's a face lie. He's lying. Or else he texts me on no, Monday dude, and Fridays. I'm every, getting lucky as fuck right now. Every time I hear you say something, I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you been reading, bro? Like, what are you doing? Can't juicy. Can't, actually, no. Yeah. The accelerated reader failed it. <laughs> AJ Styles. Thank you. All right, consensus. Yep. All right, so we have Ray and Dominic Mysterio. Okay. Dominic is Ray's legit son that wrestles now. I love that. Versus The Miz. And like we said earlier, off off topic, Logan Paul. The big draw. That's the that's another celebrity match. Okay, so you got Miz and Logan Paul versus oh, the father son. son Mysterio. That's a toughie. That's a toughie. I don't I'm not going to go all the way back on what my most entertaining fight of the night might be, but I feel like that one might also draw a huge buzz. Ray and Dominic can work, too. Yeah. Well, I'd well, imagine so. So can Miz. So can Miz. Oh. I think Logan Paul's going to surprise us just like Bad Bunny did last year. Yep. Bad Bunny. Uh, Bad Bunny can freaking go, dude. With the Canadian Destroyer? Ah, yeah. Oh, shit, dude. When he hit that outside the ring, I was like, signing Vince. Only Morrison <laughs> could sell that, though. Okay, all right, all right, okay. Here we go. Here's my pick. Mm. This this is a true 50-50 for me. The rest of them, like, the guts just hit instantly. This one I'm I'm conjuring on. But I'm going to go, I'm going to go Rey Mysterio and his son, and I feel like that one just, that storyline arcs better than Paul Brother getting another one over. True. I like that too. Yeah. Like that spot on. Like I feel like Miz is gonna take the pin. Yeah, dude. Miz has been putting people over for years yeah. since he got in the company. And Miz is underrated. Is an underrated legend. Yeah. Plus, plus the Mysterio. Like I'm imagining his son is relatively new to wrestling, yeah, just based young. on like age, couple of years. Know? So them getting the nod during the fourteen eras when he started. Yeah. Like I said, longevity matters, and Mysterio's son getting the nod there. And he like twice the size of propels. Yeah, he's yeah. he's he's a lot taller and a lot. Well, he's not muscle mass now since Ray hit the the trend. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. When Ray Mysterio came back, he was huge. yeah. Like bro, you've been having that now. liver king concoction. Yeah, juicy. Uh, the Mysterio clan, dope. So Damn. that's a that's unanimous right there. Yeah, dude. Logan, and plus, Logan Paul's not going to stay in the WWE for anything, so there's no sense to him winning that yeah. match. It's not going to carry any weight. No way. Next up, we got the Raw Women's Championship. Ooh. It's Becky. Give me that. Becky Lynch. Big match, Bex. The man. The man. Versus the EST <laughs> of WWE, Bianca Belair. Okay. She got this long-ass ponytail. And she's left like straight up like welt marks on folks. This Whip is set. this is for what belt is this? Raw Women's Championship. Raw Women's Championship. Bella Be- Bella wait. Bianca Bella. Bianca Belair. She's married to one of the Street Profits. Mm, okay. All right. Okay. All right. And who she who she wrestling? Becky Lynch, man. Mm. Becky Lynch. Yeah, Becky. Give me that. Mm. That's tough. All right. Becky's okay. held the belt for over four hundred days right now. Ooh. Huge factor. Ooh. Yeah. That does. Big match right. backs. Let me ask you this. Seth Rollins' wife also. Also. Let me ask you this. 
like you said, held the belt for over 400 days. Bianca, married to one of the Street Profits. You brought that up. So she made have been in WrestleMania last year. I'm going to ask you this. How big of a story is it that she's married to one of the Street Profits? It's not a big story. It's the fact that when Becky won the belt, when she came back, she beat Bianca in like 17 seconds. Oh, so they got bad blood. Yeah, there's bad blood. Well, Becky was just supposed to be on the stair from the beginning, and she had a kid. Yeah. Come back from pregnancy leave. She's just ripping. And and she she got pregnant while she was like, on top of the game. Yeah. Okay. And so, and Bianca, relatively new, been in it for a minute. A couple of years, a few years. Uh, I've probably one of the most athletic women in WWE, though. For sure. I feel like it benefits the brand more for Becky to hold the title. I feel like it holds, I feel like that holds more weight. That sets up later dates, that, that sells, that draws. I'm going Becky. I'm going big big match Bex, just because we Man. saw Bianca headline last year. True, she was one of the first, and she won the uh, Royal Rumble as well. Yeah, she won the Rumble and then won it all, Sasha. I feel I I feel like it's I don't know. I feel like it's time to give her the give her the title back. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with Bianca Belair here, the first one that we haven't all agreed on, but I'm gonna go with Bianca. I like it. I think I like the storyline better. I do like it because she got squashed. Yeah, but, and so but at the same time as Becky. Becky's going to be like just super heel. I do feel like Becky's better when she's chasing the belt, so that's what's I'm, – I'm 49-51. Well, how, how do you feel that way if she's held it for over 400 days? Because because you don't understand her story when she was chasing the belt to begin with. That's fair. I do, I do not. We're also getting ready for after WrestleMania, if I'm not mistaken, they usually do the draft, right? Yeah. They're not far from the draft. Yeah. She'll go SmackDown. Yeah, brand shake up. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, just, I'm going to stick with it. I'm gonna, I flip flopped a lot in this, but I'm, I'm going to stand by that one. I'm going to stay with Bianca uh, on, the, on the chance or of Becky. You know, I'm going Bianca. It's it's hard to it's hard to be perfect. So yeah, yeah. You know. Juice. Does, does Becky have good hair? Oh yeah, buddy. I'm going with Becky with the good hair. Becky with the good hair. Well, okay, always. red hair. See, the only reason I'm going Bianca is because guess who's on SmackDown now. That wants a rematch. We, we communicate. We we'll did. get to there. They didn't catch it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's you see it now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Long-term <laughs> game right here. Here we go. And like I said, long-term game right here. The SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair versus the baddest woman on the planet, Rowdy Ronda Rousey. That's too, that's too storied. Ronda Rousey right there. lost yeah. the title to Huge. Becky Lynch. That's too storied ladies right there. <clears throat> So like I I vaguely remember Ronda's transition from the UFC to whatever brand. I ain't seen a transition like that in. since Kurt Angle, which is her trainer. Yeah. Uh. So is she still like trying to be the Ronda Rousey that she was in the UFC? She's still like tough in wrestling, or she did, a, she did a she you know when she when she debuted she came out with the with the rowdy Ronda and still does but like. I don't she, give a damn about my reputation. She's basically you know. like trying to be more like Kurt Angle right now than Rowdy Roddy Popper. Oh, yeah. she's, she's gotten a little bit more technical in the ring because she spent a lot of time off, had a baby, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. She's been working. She's been like training to be a better entertainer in the ring as opposed to being a better like fighter wrestler. But counterpoint to that, she's facing 
what some might say is top two entertainers daughter in wrestling. Uh, well, top possibly top five women's entertainer of all time. In See, the well, I mean, she 13, comes by. She 13, comes by it honestly. Thirteen or fourteen time women's title holder. She comes by it honestly too. Well, she's very good. She's a very good worker as well. So I feel like her and Ronda together will be. A hey, good that's going to be a good match. Yeah, Ronda needs somebody that can carry her through this match. Exactly. And that Charlotte. And that Charlotte. Okay. Like, do I do okay. I like how Charlotte's been handled? No. But do I agree Charlotte's probably the best worker? Yes. I'm going. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, limousine riding, <laughs> jet flying, <laughs> son of a gun. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Daughter. All right. So you're going Charlotte? <laughs> I'm going Charlotte. Juice? Charlotte. Man, I don't know. I like I like Rhonda, but she took the belt from from Becky before, so I I don't know. I feel like it's a toss up, but I I would like yeah. I think I'm gonna go around. I'm gonna go rowdy Rhonda. I'm gonna swap it up on y'all. I'm going. Like I said, long game. Yeah. Becky wins the Raw wins title or Smack. Yeah, Raw wins title. Rhonda wins the SmackDown women's title. All of a sudden, in SummerSlam, we get a unification match. Between what? Becky and Rhonda. Well, she was Becky two belts before they never unified the title, which was yeah. stupid. They should have done it there. Yeah. I think they'll unify this. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, yeah. Well. But if if Becky loses and Rhonda wins, Becky's getting drafted to SmackDown. There's all like three different scenarios right there. I don't feel like going into right now. Those are long roads to travel in themselves. Yeah. <clears throat> so before we get into the main event right here. Yep. Seth Rollins' storyline is, I don't have a match for WrestleMania. Correct. Is it the American Nightmare? Yes, it is. You, so we don't know who his opponent is? Nope. No, it's, it's, it's Cody Rhodes. Okay. Cody Rhodes I'm pre- I'm started... I'm sure, if I'm not mistaken, as of today, 316 day, Meltzer leaked what? to it. What? Meltzer leaked it earlier that <laughs> Cody Rhodes is inked the deal and he will be at WrestleMania. Cody Rhodes started AEW. He's a he was a vice president of AEW. The EVP, the yeah. entertainment. He was whatever. the Triple H of AEW. Correct. <laughs> okay. All right. He left, and it was very publicly known that he left. Bad now, there. Right, right at the, right at the foot end of WrestleMania season, like right when it started, everybody started just planning. Is it the obvious choice though that it's gonna be Cody? Or is it going to be somebody that ain't been back and like this been hurt? No, nah, dude, it's going to be Cody. I hope it's Cody because uh, the other night uh, Brandy put on Instagram a picture. This is just just me putting the puzzle pieces together. Brandy put a picture up saying celebrating big things. The next night, Seth Rollins cuts the promo. Corey Graves goes into. The having this nightmare or having his dreams turn to nightmares, not having a whatever. They're just like dropping the little breadcrumbs to lead us to Cody Rhodes is coming back at WWE. Yeah, he's gonna fight Seth Rollins, and it's gonna be possibly one of the better WrestleMania matches in the last decade. Yes, so, uh, you would say like his dreams like unfolded, like the nightmares are coming true. Well, like Cody Cody Rhodes' nickname is the American Nightmare because that was the American Dream. Yeah, so Cody and he's been going by Cody. He hadn't been able to go by Cody Rhodes because they trademarked his name. So Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, coming back against Seth Rollins, 
it's gonna be so it's like it's like it's his time to marry the game he's about to come like like cody rose is about to come over and they're about to put him on top of wwe because they need to because he'll take every viewer every bit of viewership from AEW. yep and that sucks but that's why they've been stacking their roster because they know what's gonna happen yep all right well listen i'm just gonna go ahead and say this I just dropped a hell of a Meek Mill reference right there, and nobody picked no, up I on picked it. No, I picked up on it. Okay. okay. You, just, did, you didn't cut. You didn't I cut to me. I didn't see, you know, the last, you know, Becky with the good hair. Nobody picked up on it. No, I caught that. Shout out Beyonce. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, yeah. okay. We, well, we really as are. discussed on part of my southern, don't listen to Beyonce. I know that. Which is insane. Well, I keep hot sauce in my bag. Swag. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that that joke that went out the door over Juicy's head just yeah. came back over my head. <laughs> We're going to have to replace that window. Rebound. So, Drake ain't never told the driver to roll up the partition. Oh, oh man. So, Cody's coming back. Does he go over, Seth? Yes. Yeah, me too. Well, I feel like I feel like Becky and Seth are both about to fall off the main roster for a little bit and go they just had a kid. They need to take care of that. Baby. I think they're about to go have some family time because they yeah. both earned it. They've made a lot of they've done a lot of draw for the company. Cuz they came back pretty much as soon as like maternity leave. It, was over. Wouldn't surprise me if Cody and Brandy don't come in here and take over the role of Seth and uh, Becky. Agreed. Brandy can't wrestle as good as Becky, though. Not even close, but she's a good manager and yes. she's an even better heel. So. Yes. But so. I, I think Cody's going to come back face. So. Just, God dang it. Well, get rid of a freaking neck tattoo. I'm going to defer to both of y'all on that <laughs> one. So how many how many matches we got? This is, Next up is the is, last one. Is the unification. Well, I, I mean, just like in total. I don't know, like. Two nights worth. It's two nights worth. So y'all are gonna be here for like three and a half hours. Well, I just meant like how much have we discussed? Like Quite how many a bit. Picks have we done? Quite I'm just trying to figure out what my record's gonna be. <laughs> I'm something in one right now. Okay, so we're, we're, we did, we deferred. I deferred on two. I believe we deferred yeah. on two. Well, when I go back and edit, I'll write down everybody's there picks you for you. There you yeah. go. There we go. What a guy. And I'll send Brian and Juicy. Which y'all will be here for Saturday. I got to work Sunday, so I'll miss that one. Fair, fair. Unless I'll I can squeeze my way off. Done that a time or two. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's for fun. I'll see y'all. So, <laughs> closing out, the needle mover, the head of the table. I hate it. Ain't nobody done better work since turning a heel. You can dispute me on that one. Roman Reigns versus somebody that ain't done better work since turning face. Yeah. The baddest dude on the planet, the best athlete on the planet, Brock Lesnar. Beast. For the WWE Raw Championship, World Championship, World Heavyweight Championship versus the WWE Universal Championship. This one just, this feels too easy. I don't know, I've seen him wrestle twice. This feels too easy because it feels like Roman Reigns. It feels it feels it feels too easy. Like, yeah, will it be a great match? Will it be super entertaining? Is Brock Lesnar going to do everything in his power to make it appear as though he's going to win this match? I think so. But at the end of the day, like it's widely discussed. Even like people that don't keep up with wrestling at all know Roman Reigns has been grinding it out to get his moment. Brock has come back and wrestled more in the last three months in the ring than he has the last like six years. Yeah, but is that is that for longevity or is that for the show? Brock's back and he's like, I'm back. Like he's he inked a pretty solid deal. Like, he said on oh, Pat McAfee show. Yeah, like he's gonna be around. So I feel like him and Roman. I feel like if if 
I feel like it would be fair for Brock to drop to Roman like he like Undertaker did for him. I feel mm-hmm. like that's best for business. But like setting up the, setting up the feud for WrestleMania will draw. I mean, another. But then again, as a as a wrestling fan, another pay per view with Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar headlining. How many of those have we gotten in the last several years? Two or three. It's kind of played out. But those are the only two people worth fighting in the company right now for or wrestling or competing for the titles. Have you ever heard 80,000 people boo at one time? Was that the streak? Hmm? Was that? Uh, no, it feels like it. It was the Roman Brock match at the second WrestleMania in New Orleans. Right, yeah. Everybody, they were chanting, this is boring. Yeah. So maybe this is their chance to come back and redeem themselves. So how bad of workers they were because they both didn't give a shit about the business then. Yep. And now they're both back and there's like cutting the best promos and they're like doing the best. This Roman Reigns is my favorite Roman Reigns ever. Yeah, he'll he'll, he'll Roman. You got He's the, so good you got at doing that I hate him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Knows how to cut a promo. He doesn't have John Cena saying, come on, if you want to be the big dog, this is how you got to talk. And Brock just comes up there and says whatever he wants to. Dude, when he cut that promo, he cut Friday night was was great. Good. Yeah, I went back. It was forty five seconds long. It yeah. was like you done piss me off, boy. You gonna get it? Yeah. Give me some blood. Yeah, he was thirsty, bro. It was, it was, it was that was really good. I didn't care that he was only out there for two minutes. I didn't care. I was you, like, that's all I needed. He, do you think he flew in? This was one thing I, I I questioned. Do you think he flew in like right before the show? Landed, did this like little promo or whatever, and then hopped on the jet and took off like immediately. Yes, like him, like. But do you think it was like him and Heyman since Roman wasn't there? Yeah, I do too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Paul, Paul, you know, Paul's gotta have his hands in both of their sides of this whole program. Well, he's the one that's created the feud, and they yeah. both work. Like Heyman's, a, I'm hey, I'm a, I'm a Heyman guy. I'm he, a Paul Heyman guy. I used to have the shirt. I lost it when we moved. I had a I'm a Paul Heyman guy. I've got the DVDs. Like I love Paul Heyman, right, but he's, he's one of the best things that happened in WWE after the whole collapse. With him. Yep, Shane, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, Juice, Roman Reigns. I'm going Brock. I'm going Brock. I got to. I only feel like I I have to. You want to hear my fantasy book for this match? Roman's beating the ever loving hell out of Brock. If you smell what is cooking. That's what I was, I was going to ask you. Like, he comes out because Roman's running around. I'm head of the table. I'm head of this family. The bloodline. Bloodline. You you smell it because he comes out. He says, no, no. Yeah. Sets up the top John Cena top feud where it runs for a freaking year. Yeah. To WrestleMania in Los Angeles. Or wherever they're going to have it. Because I don't know if Los Angeles is like a thing anymore. Rock comes out, Rock bombs Roman, Brock hits the F five. It's game over. I would love to see that I, because it's coming. It's it's, it's coming. <laughs> That's fantasy booking right there. Folks. You think the Rock's going to come back? Yes, dude. There's no way unless he just absolutely wants to. Do you he, think there's any other better right. way to put Roman over as the top per the top guy in WWE? If it doesn't work with Brock, then you know it's got to work with Rock. Yeah. The schedule line because I follow The Rock on Instagram, and The Rock ain't doing nothing but working out right now. He ain't shooting no movie. He ain't doing nothing. So major, that's major. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, but he's Rome, a top, he's a top paid actor in Hollywood right now. So, 
And Ballers is really good, and I hope they come back with another episode, another season of that. Roman, Roman's going to be at the point. It's gone. Yeah. Damn. It ended like it's supposed to. This is a great run. Great. God, Five seasons. Dude. Roman's going to so so be standing good. over Brock, Denzel getting Sam. arrogant. Saying so they're going to okay. like zoom in on him. Okay. I feel like they're going to zoom in on him. Roman's going to be talking his shit, sp- spitting his game. If you smell, and then Dallas will explode. Having Stone Cold and you get the Stone Rock. Cold and the Rock same that happened last that. time in Dallas. Oh, breadcrumbs. <laughs> I like it. I mean, I feed into it. I That's would. my fantasy booking for that match. That's why I think Brock will win because Rock's going to come back, set up for a year later. You want to see who's at the table? Let's do it. And that's going to carry, and Roman's going to beat The Rock, and they'll carry Roman for the next 15 years. But then we'll get another Bobby, Bobby Lashley when he comes back, going for the title, thinking he's number one contender. Yeah. Because who else is in the company that's going to go for it? McIntyre. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Fine. In my face. All right. Fine. Asshole. Hey. I will buy that. Study <laughs> this game. We, we, I will take that. That's why I love wrestling, man. Yeah. I love, I mean, you know, the attitude area. The attitude error. I just want to say it's about drive. You know, it's about power. Oh no! <laughs> Some people say they stayed hungry. They devour. They devour. Please don't do this. <laughs> Chances that you hit is so hungry at WrestleMania, dude. Brian, we talked about this. We talked about the listen, Rock's verse. Right, so listen, for I'll tell, like three weeks straight. Let me say this: if if Drake's fantasy booking is correct, and you hear the, if you smell, then I'm with y'all. I think Brock wins it. If he comes out to that, we stay hungry <laughs> bullshit. Roman Probably, might yeah. Roman might drop both of them. Right Roman like, just stay back like, there with that bullshit. <laughs> I'm just gonna spear him and win real quick. <laughs> one to ten, where you get him on the bars? One to ten, negative the bars. negative four. Damn, you give him a negative four. Roman bars were corny been, as hell. Do you quote him though? Well, you ironically, okay. Uh, hey, <laughs> not pardon my southern. Ironically, I quote him. Ironically, the bar. You're going to sit here and look me in my face no, I'm just and tell saying me if delivered. it's quotables, I'm just saying he did his job. TikTok. Agree to disagree. <laughs> so, anyways, that's our WrestleMania prediction. It's right around the corner. <laughs> the wheels that fall off catchy, that one at all. Catchy, good. Yes. Good. Far from it. <laughs> Most like modern rap. Yeah, yeah, there you go. See, this is a part of my Southern episode. I'm just going to let y'all too. I'm just going to hit record and I'm going to sit back and just let y'all go. <laughs> that would be great. Do Barry, Brian. My friend, thank you, man. Yeah, this dude, thank phenomenal. you guys so much. I for appreciate you for coming back, dude. Yeah, dude, it's, it's been a, so a times have changed here. for the better. For the better, man. Everything's on the come up. Moonshine got stronger since you've been here too. It sure did. <laughs> it's good though. Yeah, man. I can't wait to have you back on when you're like, uh, "Hey, you got a break from touring?" Yeah, hopefully. That's yeah, coming dude. Soon, man, we're, we're working. It's gonna come for set, you, man. Set, steady growing. That's it. I'm speaking that affirmation right now. You're going to be touring worldwide. Got to speak it in. You're going to have to squeeze us in instead of us rescheduling four different times. Man, look, I'm just happy to be here, bro. <laughs> what are you talking about? So, dude, uh, plug, like, once again, it's been a minute in this episode. So, plug everything that's about to happen. All right. So, what we got going on is I'm at Tin Roof every Saturday and Sunday night in Birmingham. Uh, Sunday, 4 to 8. Saturday night's usually 9, 9.30 to close. Bouncing around in Tuscaloosa on Friday nights. Thursday, um, you'll catch me in this free in Tuscaloosa. We're going to be there all summer and plan on being there. The first Friday of every month, catch me at Pie Factory in Jasper. It's going to be fun. And <clears throat> for the next few Wednesdays, I don't usually get free ads. 
but I've sold my soul and I've decided <laughs> that this spring is going to be lit. And the only way we can do that is manifest that and then bring it into our own hands. Wednesday nights, I'm going to be playing at the midnight special from 10 to one Let's go. for the next like month or so. So shout out the midnight special and Jasper shout out Rick. Thanks for having me. We're going to have fun. Uh, just doing it just to get everybody hyped for the springtime. And then we're going to work the summer. So yes, sir. Dude, shout out you guys. Pass the jar part of my Southern. You guys are number one. I appreciate the hell out appreciate of Appreciate it, dude. I can't wait. We're going to come. We're going to be like shoving cameras in your face. Like, hey, Barry, mm-hmm. break time. Let's make a TikTok. <laughs> oh, boy. As long as I don't have to do any dancing. You ain't bro. dancing. We don't dance. <laughs> I can't do that. We're going to rate like, hey, we could do like a signature drink at a bar review with Barry. Boom. We should do that. Boom. There we go. That's it. We're looking We're looking at, uh, we're looking at you midnight special. No, yeah. uh-huh. no, you better not. come up with something quick. <laughs> maybe not, maybe not. Tin roof, what's up? I've been trying to do. This hey, for Pie years. Factory. Hey, Pie Factory. We do one bots. Big facts. One bite. We do one bite. No, problem. not one bot. We do one bots. Oh. Yeah, they two of us. We don't want to get a cease and desist. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I mean, I'll take one though. Like if if Dave wants to cut one, I'll take Dude, it. Dude, I'll frame it and put it right here above us. What you aiming for? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I want a cease and desist just to frame and put I'll it right put, here. I'll, I'll put the pizza box. In the frame with it, <laughs> dude. Uh, but dude, I, I really appreciate you coming back on, and I'm so me, glad man. you came back, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, dude, it feels good. It feels good to be back chopping up with you guys. I'm glad we could do pardon my jar and pass the southern. Yeah, That's dude, it's right. fun, juicy. Thanks for coming back on past the jar. Hey, it's been a minute since I've been here. How, how's it been since like restraining yourself? It's been incredibly difficult. Yeah, <laughs> it's what <laughs> we made it through. Shane and I are like. We have to like flip the switch. Yeah, true, I, fu- true professionalism over here. I just <laughs> flip the switch. I get, I get it. Drake, Drake reference. Top five. Yeah, thank you. And not five. Anyway, Barry, where can they find you on your socials, Twitch, whatever, man? Uh, I'm on all social media at Barry Bangers, B A R Y Bangers with a Z, because I'm keeping it fresh. Uh, keep a look, keep a look on the Instagram. That's where I do most of the posting. You'll see where I'm gonna be at. I'm gonna be out there too. So come through, pull and, up. And coming soon to TikTok. <laughs> coming soon to TikTok, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm Manifest gonna, it. Gotta, He'll cave one day. I got to sleep on it, man. That's, <laughs> that's a grown-up decision. Well, folks, until next time, I am your host, Drake Pittman. I'm your co-host, Shane Murray. And Juicy, you might as well just say yeah, I'm put it in co-co-host. Put yeah, it in might there. as well say, you know. <laughs> folks, anyways, that jar oh, has been dr- passed around quite a bit. Just <laughs> But if it's not empty, <laughs> pass that thing around. Love your neighbor. Talk to someone different than you. And we'll see you next time on Pass the Jump.